Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Um, after uh, shed some crocodile tears last week, um, after, well, I didn't mind having a three-man podcast, but, um, you know, I want, you know, some of my peeps to come back, come back in, so shed some crocodile tears and got some people um, back uh, today that some of you have heard from from for a while, and um, one of those people um, you will probably remember, and that is Shannon. Hey, guys. Um, person uh, has unexpectedly dropped out of the podcast, but I'm sure he'll be back, uh, is um, Noah. Uh, that's the dude from Sweden, if you don't remember. And um, we also have, from last week, Kiara. Hey, everyone. And Tim. Heyo. <laughs> okay, so for this week, um, we're going to probably, um, we're going to do a little focus um, on Tete So for you Soshi fans out there. Um, doesn't mean it's going to be positive, doesn't mean it's going to be negative, it's just going to be some discussion. Uh, oh, okay, Noah's back. Say hi, Noah. Noah? Yes, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you dropped out there for a minute. <laughs> just say hey. <laughs> Europeans always got to make that entrance. <laughs> what does that mean, Shannon? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, so um, I guess I'll start things off. Everyone's just going to kind of uh, just talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on this past week before we get to uh, Taeyeon, Sohyun, and Tiffany. Um, first things first, uh, I feel a certain way about this, so I have to bring it up. Um, Ailey, I okay. Am I saying this right? Because I'm always wondering if I'm saying it right. Is it Ailey or Ailey? Ailey, as far as I know. Oh, Ailey. Okay, I just want to make sure because I feel like I'm always getting the names pronunciations wrong. Ailey is coming back soon for you Ailey fans um, with her upcoming third mini album. Uh, magazine. Apparently the whole thing will be released on the 29th. Um, she's already released some photos, um, some interesting concept photos of herself. Um, one of them is her in pigtails and kind of clown kind of face paint. Um, there's one that just came out recently today of her um, Kind of posing sexy against a red curtain, kind of with that same, with a spotlight on her, with that same circus theme, and she's got short hair. Um, not sure, completely sure yet if that's a wig or if it's she actually went ahead and did the cut. She looks good with it. Um, also, another thing that's fairly noticeable is that she has lost quite a bit of weight since we last saw saw Ailey. Um, I never thought she was overweight. Apparently, she has what some people in K-pop call honey. She had 
which some people in K-pop call honey thighs, but no more. Um, I believe on one show she said she lost like nine, ten pounds. I don't know. Um, but she's noticeably uh, quite a bit thinner. Um, I'm sure that won't affect her voice at all. I'm sure she'll still sound amazing. But uh, I don't know. I couldn't help feeling a little bit disappointed that, you know, she kind of had to give in to the uh, K-pop um, image factory. Um, however, if that's you know if that's what she wanted and and she feels better looking that way, then you know I'm all for her. Then that's great. I just you know I'm waiting for you know some people people to come into K-pop who don't have to you know lose. Uh, you know, 30 pounds because their legs don't look like their arms. Uh, but anyone else have any thoughts on Eileen? Um, she lost 10 kg, which is 22 pounds, not 10 pounds. Jesus, she so I was lot. way off. <laughs> yeah, a little uh, off, but um, I also, I'm, I'm with you on that boat. Uh, I thought that for her last set of promotions, she was like absolutely stunning. So the fact that she lost a ton of weight, I'm just like, man, like, that's not what I want. I don't want all these skinny, skinny, like, girls. It's fine for the girls that are naturally skinny, but the girls that lose a ton of weight, like, to fit into this ideal, I don't want that. Because most of the time, they don't even wear it well. So it's like, congratulations, you lost a bunch of weight, but you don't wear it well. So Yeah, she looks, I mean, she still looks like herself, but she looks She looks different. hungry. She looks hungry. <laughs> I don't know. And I guess that falls to because she was from New Jersey. She's Korean American. So I'm like, yeah, you know, we're different. You know, take that K-pop, whatever. You know, <laughs> you're gonna like it, but apparently not. So, um, but like I said, I'm sure that didn't affect her vocal cords at all. So I'm sure that's the most important thing is the music. So is you know, as long as the mini album is good, I guess. Um, anybody else have thoughts on Eileen? Anybody? It's, just, oh, it's hard because, like, at the end of the day, if she wanted to lose that weight for her, that's totally up to her, and I can't, you know, I can't say anything about it. Like, it's her body. She can do what she wants. But so many times it just comes across if it's not their decision, it's for the sake of their careers. And that bugs me, like, especially with, like, because most of the girls, like Yui and Hyosung, and you hear them talk about, their their weight before they lost the weight and they sound so dejected about it and like at the end of the day you know if you want to lose weight that's fine but you can see that it's like there's such a small society view of what is okay for a woman to weigh and what is not that I mean Hyosung used to talk about how the reason she used to wear patterns all the time was to hide her big thighs like that's a heartbreak mm -hmm. to hear because her thighs were one never that big and two they were like perfection and to hear her self-deprecating her own body <laughs> trying to hide her own body at such a small weight because it wasn't the preferred thigh it's just it's heartbreaking and to see another girl go that way it's just like <sighs> yeah I like how on the newest promotional picture Ailey is standing on top of this like a little uh stand or whatever and she's doing like a you know backwards kind of sexy look thing and she's doing the S line you know bend you know with her arms in the air and I'm mm -hmm. like if she was at her old ways she wouldn't even have to bend she would have had the S line 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been a natural <laughs> airlock. She would have been banned if she had her old weight. She was a <laughs> It'd be gone. It'd be like, you can't. This is too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but... I'm, I'm like... Like, it's... Like, I don't want to judge her, because... Yeah. It's, it's a, I can imagine the intense pressure she's under. I, I don't think... Um, I feel, well, since I was uh, in Asia re- recently, and like I and I feel and I do feel to a certain extent that uh, East Asian countries, uh, such as China or Japan or Korea, have a tendency to look at appearance a lot. Like they 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 do comment on appearance regularly, yeah. uh, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like they say like, oh, you gain weight, oh, you lost weight, and they don't mean anything about it. It's like it's a cultural thing. Um, I just uh, so I know from my own experience when when I've been living in Asia that it the pressure is so intense. It's very like like if you're from a Western country and you go there and suddenly people are nitpicking on your looks, on your weight, on your thighs, on your ass, on your everything. Like even guys. So I can only imagine why, she, like how how bad she felt during this time. So, I mean, it's sad that she that it's sad that she had to do it or that she did it for, if if that was the reason. But I mean, I totally do get it. I totally understand like that why she succumbed to the pressure. Yeah. So. And yeah. Yeah, and and I completely agree with um, you and Shannon. You know it, and Shannon, in the, in the um, sense that if if she's if that was her decision, if she if it's her body, she can do what she wants. If she feels better at that weight, I mean, if she if she's fine with you know dropping twenty two pounds, then that's you know that's fine. Um, you know, I was kind of just kind of blurting out my feelings about it but at the end of the day if it's if she's okay with it it's not harming her physically mentally then uh not much to say about it um like i said we all know ailey's a really great singer so hopefully um we'll get some good stuff coming with this album um I feel like they've been trying to do. I don't know what they've been trying to do with Ailey. I feel like they've been trying to do like a Beyonce type Donna Summer thing with her, but I <laughs> I don't think that that's the way that they need to go. I I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, and then she's got Hyun is like you know kind of her. I mean, they're friends, but they're like rivals. Yeah, well, no, I think they're considered. Wise. I mean, they're considered as the Beyonces of K-pop, or, or at least of all idols, because right. they have. Because yeah. they but have. That's the thing. I feel it. like I guess I'm. I'm getting to the point where I feel like the Beyonce thing doesn't, does, like, suit Eileen. Like I feel like she's more like the Jennifer Hudson. Mm, no, I think she's her. the. The other Beyonce, like you have Beyonce that's like all this appeal <laughs> and all this nonsense, and that's what Hyo-Ring can handle. Ailey is like the Beyonce that did Halo, and the Beyonce that does ballads. Like that's she's yeah. still you could still put her in that category. She's just not 
the like dancer singer that you get from that Beyonce. I wouldn't call her Jennifer Hudson because I think that she has way more um, stage presence. <laughs> so I would put her as Beyonce, but the like Halo Beyonce, like that's the kind of music she should be doing because she destroyed that song when they let her sing it. She should be doing stuff yeah. like that, the kind of like well, moving and ballads that are still a lot. Upbeat. Like Halo musically. Right. Stuff like that is where I feel like you really can appreciate what she can do with her voice, and that's where they should put her. The issue is that she is such a good vocalist, I'm sure she wants to do more than just that. And I don't blame her for that. You know, you everything she's done thus far, I've liked, so go do you. But I'm worried she's going to make, like, some terrible song, and it's just not going to It's not gonna go over well. I think it's, I think it's like, a lot of singers or idols... Uh, they, she. I don't think she has found has found her color or her her style that suits her that makes her shine. And like she will go through a period where she where she will try pretty much everything until and uh, soon enough she will find like IU went through like five no three years four years before she actually found her style that suited her and now she's rocking it like. Nobody can uh, like compete with IU because IU can only do IU, um, and I think we should just let her do her thing and until she finds something that actually fits her perfectly. Okay, well I guess we'll see um, sometime next week or so when her songs start leaking. So. I'm looking forward to it anyway. Um, one last thing I wanted to kind of bring up was uh, it's kind of a niche thing, but uh, I saw a post about it, and um, I honestly I, th I thought it sounded really interesting. Um, some of you may have seen it on Omona, but it's about the um, indie film Soul Searching, um, which is... Uh, uh, um, teen dramedy coming of age film which is about a Korean summer camp in the 80s um, it's basically about um, 1980s the Korean government created a special summer camp for um, which are Koreans who were not born and or raised in Korea where they could spend their summers in Seoul to learn about their motherland um, this is from the IMDB summary while the intentions of the program were honorable, the activities of the teens were not. The program was eventually canceled after a few years because the government simply could not control the youth. Uh, and the cast is uh, apparently the actors in the film's really diverse um, group of people. Um, Korean, Japanese, Korean-American, um, Chinese-American, British-Korean. Spanish Korean, German Korean, Canadian Korean, um, and uh, Korean African American, including um, some of you J-pop fans will know her very well, Crystal K, who is um, going to be in this movie, um, who is um, mm -hmm. born to an American father and Korean mother, and uh, this movie has a typically a fifteen. Um, their hopes that they will be able to show it as Sundance, which would be a very great uh, opportunity for them. And uh, yeah, I saw that and I was like, yes, 
I, I would love to see a movie like this, and this is exactly the type of stuff Korea needs to make, you know, as part of their whole how you thing. This is, you know, us, this is a great story to tell. Anybody have any thoughts about that? Crystal K, Kiara, you into J-pop a little bit, or was that someone else? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm into J-pop. Um, you know, I'm excited. Um, I like Crystal K, so you know, should be interesting to see her acting in the movie. Like I've seen her acting before in a drama, but her role was really minor, so she didn't have like much scenes or anything. But so now that this movie, I think she's like one of the main characters. I'm guessing. It or? seems like she is. I mean, she's like kind of front and center in a way, and she's the only person. Uh, well, she's the only person that's no, partially <laughs> African American. So yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah stands so out. I don't know how big her role will be. Yeah, but I don't know. Looks like it's, it sounds like an interesting topic. So. Can't wait to see it when I can, I guess. Yeah. Um, anybody else have any thoughts about this upcoming movie? Um, I have no desire to Nobody see this movie at all. <laughs> like the fact that it's uh, an indie well, teen okay. dramedy. I'm not a teenager anymore. I don't. I don't have any interest in watching this. Well, it's, it's kind yeah, of I, like I kind of look at it like. Have you guys seen the movie Sunny? The yeah. the movie Sunny is Korean movie, and that was like a whole coming of age kind of thing. And it, well, it was that was set in the eighties too. And if that was a Western movie, I would watch it. Um, I I think this movie's gonna that. make them look bad. That's really my issue because. Oh. Even the way they describe it, it makes it sound like it's going to make all these teens look bad, and I don't think that's a good look. Like, mm -hmm. that's the the thing, this is what bothers me, is this line, while the intention of the program was honorable, the activities of the teens were not. I feel like they are going to paint this as just a bunch of, like, rebel teens who are just like, oh, F Korea, and they're going to do whatever they want, and it's not going to be a good look, and it's going to mm -hmm. do more damage than it will good. I have no I, faith that they are going to make it like they don't understand. I guess understand I'm too optimistic well about it because I was like, oh, this is a great you know, opportunity for people to learn more about Korea and you know, appreciate more of it about you know, the diversity that's there. But no, your, your concerns are completely valid. Like, I just, I feel like everybody's going into it. They could definitely go with... in the other direction. Right, and and if you read it, it's like this is a an issue where the teens made this program to the government. How it's being portrayed is the government tried to do this nice thing, and the teens abused it, and then took advantage of it, and the government could not control them, so they canceled it. I don't see in any world how this is going to be painted like a bunch of teens who are like, let's learn about Korea. It's going to be like, man, we don't like any of these ideas. F this, and I just don't think it's going to be a good look. Like, I I don't think so. <laughs> It's going to remind okay. me of, like, uh, what's that show, um, that British teen drama show, Skins, or, or is that what it's called? Yeah. I feel like the it's going to be something like that. everyone sleeps with everybody and has a good time, and then everything goes horribly <laughs> wrong? Yes. I feel that like it's going to be just like that, where it's just going to show a bunch of kids, a bunch of teenagers just wilding out, like, and ignoring everything that is about Korea and Korea at that time. Like, I don't think they're going to address any of the issues that there are in Korea with foreigners. I think it's just going to be like, oh, we don't, 
we don't understand them. And they're going to be like, they don't understand us, forget it. Like, I just, I don't think it's going to be good. Well, I will, I'm hoping that whoever's taking the helm on the direction, but your concerns are definitely, definitely valid because it, is it could very well they could portray them. As well. um, I'm still interested to see what they do with it. Um, regardless, um, okay, um, and we'll just you know go around and any other interesting things you guys have um, heard about this week. Um, and would you like to start first and talk about some? Korean entertainment, K-pop, anything that you saw, you know, caught your interest this week? Yeah, um, I'll I'll start with my my happy one. Um, <laughs> um, I just found out that that Jiyoon of Secret is gonna have another solo comeback, and I'm freaking excited. Like you do not understand. Like I'm like you. Oh, it's like almost as good as Pierre. Like the only thing better could be like Hyosung or Hana having a solo comeback because I just I need Hana to have like a zinger and have it be like an actual comeback song and not just a song they put on an album to placate her. Like. Oh, I'm just so excited, and I hope she gets like crazy colored hair again, like going crazy, and like they just let her like sing and 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 yes. <laughs> like I just don't understand how excited this makes me. Like, ugh. yeah, I was about to say Hannah's uh, singer, uh, whatever. She hasn't had a um, really a solo effort yet, but she's like the she's she's a she's a resonant rapper, and she's actually a pretty good one. She's really good. No, I mean, um, they gave her two yeah. songs on, I think, Love Is Move album called, like, Amazing Her, and I forget what the other one is, and they were awesome songs, but they were clearly, and, like, uh, Tia said, they're clearly just a placator. They're like, Hana doesn't get to do the music she wants, so we gave her a solo on the album. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just want her to have a solo. Like, if you're acknowledging that she can do something and she does it well, give me the solo. Like, just give it to me. Like, <laughs> it seems like unless your name is CL, if you're a rapper in an idol group, you don't typically. Technically, you know, Hannah's the four-minute rapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> you know what? If I have to send Hannah like. Burger King style clothing because McDonald's is already taken by CL. I will do that. If that is what's gonna get my girl, shut him. Stop. I, I will. If I gotta send her, like panda ears or I have to send her like a crocodile smile shirt, like a crocodile smile shirt. I like that. I will, I will do it. If I have to jump up and down in Korea in a chicken suit, go and give Hana a solo. Give Hana a solo. Cluck cluck. Give Hana a solo. I will. Like that's, that's dedication. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, It'll be very hot. I'll be very sweaty. I would like to see. Don't give it to her after that. I will go and I will roll on the uh, executive's desk and just leave sweat <laughs> my body until he gives her the solo. Like that is what I need to do. That is what I will do. It's just a very expensive plane <laughs> ticket, so it's going to take a little bit. But I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, so we have Hana from Secret should get a solo, um, like her fellow members. Um, Anything else, Shannon? And then my, my not-so-happy news, um, I, I really wanted to discuss the, the lay comment from XO with the 
don't misunderstand us. I'm a real man. Oh, I knew um, someone was going to bring that up. Oh, yeah, it's, just, coming. it's so frustrating, especially as somebody um, who is bisexual, who IDs with the people that he's telling were not, like, it just, I have so many feels on this, sorry, I'm probably going to be, like, all over the place, but it's just so frustrating because, like, I know that, you know, it's easy enough to be like, well, he's not calling for a death, he's not homophobic, like, it's just a statement, but I don't think people realize how physically and emotionally scarring hearing things like that are to people who are queer. Like, that is what, I mean, if you hear something enough, you're going to start to believe it yourself whether it's true or not. And so when you're constantly hearing real men date women, no homo, I mean, you don't look at your sister, give her a kiss on the cheek and go, no incest. Like, it's understood that you're not trying to, like, have a sexual relationship with your sister. Like, you can hug your male friend. You don't have to hug him and say no homo. Like, the second you say that, you're implying that being gay is bad and you don't want to be associated with, like, if you hear that enough, you start to internalize it. And I don't know how many times it just turns into, like, this awful self-hatred and then it just sits in your gut and it just dwells there for years and you spend so many years unpacking just that self-hatred that you've had for years and when people say things like oh it's not that big of a deal he just said no homo it's not that big of a deal you're pulling it out of context it's not out of context like that shit hurts and it hurts really bad and it's it may not have physical wounds like you might not have lacerations on your body or you might not be dead but sometimes you might as well be if you hear it enough like it's just an awful place to be. So when people like who are supposed to be idols and people who are supposed to be role models say things like that, I just want to throw things. Like it just makes me so angry that somebody that's supposed to be a role model that people are going to look up to, they're going to see him look down on them and they're going to look down on themselves. And that just breaks my heart. Yeah, I mean, one thing I wanted to say was um I was going to ask what context it was in, but I think what's more appropriate is what what's, what was the situation in which he felt that he needed to say that? There was a there was a question going around like if you if one of the EXO members was a girl, which is a stupid queer baiting question to begin with, but the the whole thing was if one was a girl, who would you who would you date? And they were going around and saying that and um he felt the need to clarify that they're all straight boys and they would never sleep with a man and that they're real men, so obviously this was a weird question. And there's so many ways mm-hmm. you can go around being like, This is a dumb question, you're truly que- Clearly trying to queer bait us. I feel like and, a lot of idol, idol male idol groups get asked that, or I saw another like Big Bang or one of those groups asked that, and they just answer with, you know, they just be like, oh, um, Taeyong or somebody like they like they like usually well, I I feel like I've seen them other idol groups then ask that question and not have a, like yeah here's here's the thing and um. Like, I can say this from growing up in a culture where it was, like, really not well accepted. Like, homosexuality was not really well accepted. Except when my area, like, in my school, it was totally accepted. Um, even the guys in my class, for the most part, you know, obviously we have the... You, not everybody's perfect. I, there were a bunch of people who didn't. But we had a bunch of people who came out in high school, and so a lot of the people that we grew up with, were, we were totally cool with. But that question was even a question that we got like in sports teams, 
and it's not to, to so to me it's just a question and normally it's worded like if you were a girl who would you date and it's like oh okay well you, you see some people who are like oh I don't want to answer that and that's fine I also don't think there's anything wrong with actually answering it because what they're basically asking you is who is the who has the most boyfriend material like that's really what the question should be and it's not worded that way and they're doing it to queer bait I agree but I don't think there's anything wrong inherently with that question depending on the way it's asked because it's completely innocent like if somebody came up to me and was like oh which one of your friends would you date I'd be like oh well this one like I wouldn't even think twice about it it's not it's not me being like oh man I got that's a really why I feel that's why I feel kind it. of it's interesting that EXO felt the need or lay or whoever. It's not EXO as a whole. This guy. This okay, one. just the one member. In this felt case, the let's need. just blame this guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> felt the need to 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 make such a statement about it because I mean I'm sure they get tons of PR training and I, I don't know it just seems like it was never an issue that kind of question was an issue before and. It has been. I don't know. I mean, is, is he much... said it before, but it was because it was after, I think, Soho cross-dressed. And he's like, well, I'm a real man. I won't cross-dress. And it's just like, hmm. good oh, fucking Lord. Yeah. Like, um, okay. there, he clearly is a, a repeat offender. Um, and I'm not I'm not defending anybody. I think it's totally wrong. When I watched that clip, I was like, this, this guy's mm. just a dick. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for anybody who answers questions that way. Like, there's no call for it. If you don't want to answer the question, just say you don't want to answer the question, and then nobody can judge you. Like, right. And it wasn't even like he would anything. ask the question. Like, he grabbed the mic from another member's hand to clarify. Like, yeah, he, he jumped in. So yeah, he wasn't even, like, the rest of him. It was just like, ugh. Well, I'll... Honestly, for for me, like uh, before, like the whole coming out process and the whole and that whole pro shit, like I was like the biggest homophobe. So for me, like as so if someone is that homophobic, like he needs to declare I'm a real man. He has some. He's probably bisexual, gay, or has something going on with himself to do that. And I and I do think I do agree with Shannon that it's hurtful and awful, especially if you're a young Korean kid. Like, we know that Korea is not as open about sexuality as, like, Western countries are. So, for, in that context, I think it's, it's really awful. He really, he really did not have to say that. It was, like, so I have to agree with Shannon. Like, the question is baiting, but the way, the way he answered it and the fact that the context in which he said it, and the country or countries like East Asia, well, China and Korea, like so many people in those countries suffer because of it, and that he actually went on, went out of his way to declare that I'm a real man. Yeah, I sorry, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm really pissed. Yeah, like I, I already um, don't like EXO, so it was hard for me to take this and not be like, oh look, typical EXO things. But like this particular situation is really bad and I feel like because of the circumstance there's going to be a lot of people defending what he said like a lot of the fans of him and there's still going to be oh, a lot of, of people course. who support them and yeah. this is a case where you shouldn't um, I have a and lot then, of you know what the irony is 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 that their fans are full of young girls who ship them with each other right and, yeah. and I know that that <laughs> 
that culture is part of the reason that uh, you see a lot of these dudes feel like they have to um, they have to like defend themselves, and that's wrong too. Like I think on I think it's it's bad on both hands. Like you're probably not doing a good thing by constantly shipping them together and begging for this thing that maybe they just have no interest in. But at the same time, like your fans are buying your stuff. These people who are saying this, they are supporting you though. Like they maybe not in the way that you want, but they are supporting you. They're buying your stuff. Not everybody has perfect, like beautiful intentions of being your fan, and that's fine. That's not what you're there for. Like you need to understand that and take the responsibility that you have and really use it for good. And this is a circumstance in which this guy, who people are going to pay attention to, what he says matters more than what I say, what you say, what anybody else says. He has weight because he's a celebrity. There are people who like him. They want to hear what he has to say. And he basically just said, if you like dudes, you're not a man. And it's like, that's stupid. Like, on such a ginormous level of stupidity, it's at the top. Like, don't say stupid things like that because you don't have to say that. You could just keep your mouth shut. Like, why do you have to talk? I mean, but we, and also we do have to take into account, you know, the the amount of homophobia that exists in Korea. Um, obviously, they're not as, I mean, and I wouldn't even say America as a country is that comfortable with it, but I mean, you know, we have gay marriage here. Korea obviously is a little bit behind in those, in that sense. So, you know, but at the same time, like I said, I was surprised that an SM group would lack the the sense. Are you really? Oh, Saiwon does it all the time. Like, it doesn't surprise yeah. me that, that, that whole, an SM that group member is homophobic. It's terrible. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess I just don't pay enough attention to the they SM because I usually don't care. Time. Oh well, yeah, but their fans defend them to a fault. Like they do. EXO already in their short time coming out has had so many controversies of them saying stupid things that don't make any sense. Well, yeah, I've so heard of other stuff that they've said. So and they just bury that it, and they're like, oh, well, he says stupid stuff, but I love him. Oh, he says stupid stuff, but he's so cute. He doesn't know. Like he doesn't that's mean really it. common. Yeah, he doesn't mean it. Opa doesn't mean it. That is so common in essence. It's common everywhere. Don't get me wrong. Everybody listening, don't get me wrong. It's it's common in every single label. I get it. It's really common in SM. And EXO is it a perfect is. example because every single person almost has said something awful that's been homophobic or colorist or racist, and they're still so popular. So don't tell True. me that it's not bad in that group. It's terrible in that group. Mm-hmm. All right. So SM has a PR problem or else, well, or else they just don't care. Um, oh, you have something to say, Noah? No, that's the one thing that disturbs me. Like that's why I cannot. Sorry, like for all of you SM stands, I, I I don't judge you. I don't like for me. I like I if if one person does a mistake, says one says wrong things. Like we all done been there. We all said some dumb shit. We all have prejudice. We all nobody is perfect. But the one thing that really disturbs me about SM artists, like I cannot think of one mem one. Our idol in SM that has not said something racist or homophobic, like like SNSD, Taeyeon, or uh, Amber. Yeah, I was about to. 
Like yeah, say that. All of the all of those groups. Like like I cannot think of any idol group except maybe Shiny. Well, but no, they did brown face. Was, but, but except him and Delph, sorry. I, I take that back. <laughs> so like they, no, they all, did that all whole, that, like, that I don't know what kind of culture uh, SM uh, like has within the company that promotes that kind of behavior or kind of that kind of thinking. And uh, and that's why well, I have uh, that's why I'm like Well, hesitant. you can say that South Korea as a whole kind of encourages that kind of behavior. However, right. however, in a sense, you would think, and, and I can't really, I don't think any of us can say because we don't know how the companies are run, but being that these, especially SM and YG, these are companies that seem to have global aspirations and whatnot and want to uh, um, collaborate with people from different countries. And if you and and probably have people of of have some non Koreans working in their staff somewhere would have a little more awareness about it, but that is probably this is not necessarily the case. And I mean especially um yeah. YG. They don't their YG is not as they've never done anything like blackface or said anything, I don't think. Um They've had their moments too. But they've done some questionable things. And it's just, like I said, the the culture as a whole, I think, is, I mean, it's a huge part of that. Yeah, I totally agree. For me, it's not about, it's not that YG artists are flawless or like any other companies like uh, JYP or whoever. Like, I remember Jackson said something. About black people and people were like, "Oh my God!" Oh, he like. said he said that they should call them black music or something. They're got some. Yeah, I'm like, that. come on, like who does nothing? Like yeah, I think a lot of uh, people in Korea consider like R&B, hip hop, rap to be black music. Black music. Yeah, it's not it's like that's what they know it as. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's nothing. But I mean, it's like, still bad, but it's not. It's not near as bad as people made it out to be. Not to defend. No. Not to defend like, him. It's it still it's dumb, a bad but... thing, but it's more of a an uh, informed kind of thing that he says is is apart from saying you know, oh you know yeah. black. So, but, and, and that that's the one thing that sorry like differs for for me when it comes like I have an issue when they people not if they dress black or uh, or they have like braids or hip hop their like outfits or grills whatever. Like when they, when an artist actually says something racist, like, like you cannot interpret it in any way. It's not open for interpretation or any kind of way. When people, when an artist say, like, oh, that black people are this, or that gays are not natural, or they, like, they They're are weird. It's, it's, a, it's something that comes from westerners. Like when someone says that, it's not open for interpretation, and that's the thing I have an issue with. Particularly with SM artists, because they—it's not like they say, "Oh, black music." They, they like, uh, like so, I've like I've heard them say, like, "Oh, she's pretty for being black." Like you cannot. Yeah, that's them. what uh, Taeyeon said about no, oh, sorry, Alicia I didn't Keys. Any names, but I know, I know. Well, it's okay. I'll just mention it because it was everywhere, and people will still. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna bash. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bash, like bash her. 
for it like now how many years later it's like people do mistakes like it, it, it's not I'm not trying to judge as an artist but I'm like what it's like what kind of mentality is in the company that makes them think that they can say those kind of things and still aspire to have, be a part of the Hollywood and I feel like a lot of other company artists are way more wary or careful about what they say. Well, I think, that, I think, and I'll probably end it here, is I think that in a sense, because we're thinking of the how you wave, but really nobody has really pierced the how you wave yet except for Sai. And in the sense that he's actually, you know, been involved in, 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 um, concerts and you know with people Washington he performed in front of the president and he's you know been on all these shows but other than that really I mean most other Korean idols I mean they're basically I you know their audience who they're the main audience who their consumers are are Korean people um, or may, maybe True. perhaps Japanese people. <laughs> so even even if they're on this, even <coughs> if they're aware that they have you know some international fans, and I'm sure they do. I'm sure SM and SM is aware that they do, but they know that that's not the um, that's not the majority of their fans, and that's not where they get the majority of their income and and. And, and money from, so True. so I, I in in that sense I can understand why they would feel comfortable saying that in Korea doesn't make it right but um it's easy to understand them saying that when you have a country where a lot of people have the same mentality. Um, uh, with that said. Um, would you like to go next, Kiara? Um, sure. Um, well, you for sound me, this so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, not much has got happened this week, really. Um, nothing in your car corner. Oh, my car corner. Um, well, there is only one. Only, I mean, because car just finished their promotions. For Mamma Mia, so they're no longer on the music shows. Um, oh, but, really? Yeah, they finish. But um, exciting news for Youngji. Um, she's getting a lot of work apparently because now she's also joining the second season of Roommate. So. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm excited but nervous at the same time because you know she's. You know, she's new, not just to Kara, but to the whole Korean entertainment. Like, yeah, I'm surprised that they would add her since she's, you know, just she's so well, new. Well, <laughs> Korea kind of throws people in the fire every once in a while. Like, when uh, Invincible Youth was around, they put a bunch of people who hadn't done a lot of variety in that show. So it's kind of, you kind of get thrown to the fire a little bit. I mean, why not put her there? It's a good Sick way to swim. get her exposure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the other three don't need it. That's the thing, right? The other three don't have to go on that show. But, like, this girl is building her presence in Kara. It makes sense for her to be on the show. I think, anyways. Yeah, I think that way, too. But I'm just so slightly nervous of how... Because, you know, because 
it happened with Nana and how, like, I still love her and everything, but, you know, because of being on this show, she's gotten a lot of flack for oh. either the way, she, just the way she's said something or the way she's acted. And I think it mostly the fault is goes to editing. Yeah. That's because they're jealous yeah, they're not definitely. Nana. <laughs> like, so I just, I wish they could be here, and they wish they could like wear wear Waldo costumes and look as adorable as her. And they just sit there and they look like a little squirrel trying to be Nana. And I pity them. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah so I, I have to say I, I don't think that those um, haters probably affected Nana as much as bombs drug scandal affected her. Well, Nana's she, still on the show, so clearly she's not that hurt by it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I just so sadly worry because, you know, during, um, when they were doing the whole car project thing, she did see, like, there was, you know, a lot of negative, you know, feedback just because a lot of people didn't want someone new to join Kara. So, you know, even on, like, they, like, she talked about it on the show, like, she kind of, like, how a lot of the hurtful comments, like, hurt her and, like, she was crying about it and stuff like that. So I, well, maybe she's more, like, more stronger about it now, now that she's with Kara and she has them to back her up and everything. But yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody says anything, she's going to have to grow some like, shoot their head skin. off. <laughs> she scares me. <laughs> <laughs> you develop a uh, Tuscan after being an idol for a while, but you know she's still kind of new to it, so she's still not as you know her skin isn't as thick as it needs to be. So I, I don't think it's a good way that. to get her out, like yeah. get her into it and everything. You know, like that's a show where sure she's gonna run the risk. You know, there's always the chance that they're gonna tarnish her image, but she also has like a bunch of other people that could get more focus on her, and maybe she'll just kind of. You know, float along and people will like her. Maybe she'll be really funny and everybody will like it. Nobody knows that there's new editors either, so they could get a whole I, yeah. new team. I could see that as being less nerve-wracking than me being put on a variety show also. Yeah, because it, one, it's scripted, and two, if anyone says anything too bad, Yuri will come, find them, skin them, and make a new purse that she can wear and show everybody that she's done it and that's not how you mess with her babies. That might be true. I'm pretty sure she has. I'm pretty sure some of those purses she has were once human beings. <laughs> um, I'm surprised Hyun's still alive. On that That's note, who got one. <laughs> on that, on note. that note, um, one thing I wanted to ask you, um, Kara, only because you're the like only kind of drama person here, yes. um, because I found out uh, ABC is adapting My Love from Another Star. I'm so excited. Sorry. Yeah, and it's actually. You know what? I'm actually kind of interested based on the summary. So the summary here is is this <laughs> going to be called My Love, which, but it's um, basically they're going to have, it's based on the Korean format, they're going to have why a superhero has to save the world and ask why he can't save just one girl. ABC's take is described as an epic supernatural love story about a world-famous pop star named Lark and her antisocial neighbor James, who happens to be from another planet. Disillusioned by the pettiness of human nature and the resonant of Earth for the past several hundred years, James has a centuries-old rule that he will never use his abilities to intervene in the lives of the people around him. But when he gets premonition that the infuriatingly self-centered but compelling Lark is going to be murdered, James finds himself drawn into her chaotic life and falling deeply in love. 
just as he finally has the chance to return to his home in the stars. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I act, that actually sounds kind of... I mean, if Can they I get the right people, they say do something interesting with that it. The original was really tacky, so I, I'm not what? saying. Hey, all right, you need time out. Really time out. Let me finish. <laughs> I didn't say that it was bad because it has Kim Soo Hyun, and I don't care what he does; it's great. But <laughs> that concept is incredibly tacky. So let's give ABC some some chance here because they're really good at being tacky. I'm sure they're gonna be fine. I'm pretty don't confident. Have, like, is there a way fine. that we can mute his mic for him? No. <laughs> um, I'm here, sorry. Sorry. Gotta say. Yeah, I could do it, but um <laughs> I, I, I I I you know, just be glad Shannon isn't on on my end of the Yeah, exactly. Um, You'll never gonna speak try to speak, I'd be like, nope, click click. <laughs> um but yeah, apparently um uh this is green lighted ABC. Um CBS has green lighted um uh version of Good Doctor, um, which I know is a personal friend of mine, is her mother's favorite show, loves Good Doctor. And um, NBC apparently is going to do a reality show based on Grandpa's Over Flowers, which I assume is going to be called something like Sexy Seniors or something like that. Hey, um, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Give them yeah. a chance. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm um, getting an addition for it. Kiara, since you are our <laughs> resident kind of drama person, how do you feel about all these? Because you were just kind of, you know, harking over the J-Jama remakes, but, you know, we've got a lot of Western remakes coming up here. Um, I don't really know because... Well, there's n there's no other example, at least not that I, none that I know of. So this whole America in America, except the boys over flowers thing, but that's that's for that really doesn't count. A, that doesn't count. <laughs> that was um, awful. That was made on the budget of like ten dollars and <laughs> like and, uh, probably still better than the Korean one. So <laughs> probably oh I don't know um but um I mean I never I didn't watch My Love from Another Star, but uh, I know. Uh, well, because I was just, because people were talking, and I was just like, I'm, wa I'm watching it by seeing what other people are talking about, because it's so popular. I'm seeing a million one gifts of it every day on Tumblr, and that's like, like one of the few dramas I've ever seen. Like, uh, it's just because uh, Kim Soo-hyun's in it, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. It's amazing. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> you I love that It was so popular. So disappointed well, in you, Kiara. So I don't, I don't watch everything that's popular. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch. Kiara's like, I have some taste, and you know. This class. is like when I found out Hello Venus is breaking up. Like this breaks my heart, Kiara. Why? Yeah, I'm I'm wait, 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 like, what? Where I thought they were doing a comeback. Wait a minute. Yeah, stop, stop painting this wrong. They're coming back. What do you no. mean? They added I a mean, new member. They're coming back with like a bunch it's of new it's still the group. Don't say they broke up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I heard they were coming back. What happened? Like, what? What? Some older members left, and they're adding a new member, and they're coming back. They're not broken up. Uh, they're okay. still yeah, like three of the original. Because I, I could have sworn I read that like the other day, and I was like, what? They're broken. Somebody mute Shannon. Like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> as far as Shannon's concerned, they're broken. But um, yes, Kiara. Um, do you have any other um, uh, is 
uh, do you have anything to say about Good Doctor or Grandpa's Over Flowers, perhaps? I watch none of them, so I don't none really. <laughs> or do you have any idea in general? Do you have an idea? Like, do you have a, um? How do you think the Western, like you know, ABC, the big big channels, ABC, NBC, CBS, how they're gonna do with with these Korean dramas and you know how they're going to kind of or do you think do you think that like these concepts will translate over to American audiences? I think, well, at least for like Good Doctor and My Love from Another Star, I think they will translate it well. And probably the first seasons were probably really good, but after that, everything else will probably you know horrible. Like like most like most TV shows, yeah. Yeah, but I, I can see it happening, especially with ABC. Because they're the ones that have shows like, you know, Once Upon a Time and stuff like that. So all things like fantasy and whimsical, it's like they do it, they can do it well, you know, first season. And then afterwards, you know, it's a big question. But I can see it happening. So I don't know. I guess it's just this whole waiting to see who are they going to cast and, you know, how, you know, they're going to format it and how is it going to look like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it should be something to look out for, I guess. Yeah. It's just interesting that it's, uh, all of these shows and programs all at the same time, especially, I don't know who, Grandpa's Over Flowers, I don't know who looked at that and was like, yes, but apparently that was... That was <laughs> but, I only watched the episode that had Sunny in it, so I mean, oh. <laughs> I only judge from that episode, and that episode was really cute, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling the American version is is not going to be the same. It's going to be um, trashier and amazing. <laughs> Shannon's going to be in it, everybody. Shannon, you heard oh, yeah, she's going to oh, she's going to yeah. make trashy. work her way into the set. I would be the one that shows up in the shorts with the pockets hanging out, with like <laughs> the the shirt that's like seven sizes too small and sitting on like twenty five year old laps and being like, "Hey, Sunday." Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can take that home and have nightmares. You're welcome. The note that Sunny is not going to be in the American one, so that's why I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, Kiara? Um, well, speaking of dramas, I did have a news, a drama news to talk about. Um, the actress Hanye Su, um, she apparently signed with Key East, which is known Yay. to have. Um, what is the guy we were just talking about him too? So Kim, Kim so him? yeah, him, and what's his um the female? Sorry, Han I can't Ye. remember the Han Han Hye Jo, I think. Is that her name? Han Hye Jo, is that her name? The right? I don't know. Right. But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? The from yeah, the actress from Brilliant Legacy. Yeah, well, she signed with Keys, and, you know, I don't know if you guys remember or heard the news, like, a few years ago when she was doing a drama with uh, Xinhua's Eric. Um, they were still in the middle of filming the drama when apparently she, you know, she got fed up. She got, she was tired because of the scheduling because, you know, they were doing live live filming, meaning everything they were filming was for the, the episode that was showing next week. So it was everything was like long hours. Filming took like from like seven, like five in the morning to like eight o'clock at night. Like 
it was very cramped and tiring, and she got so tired that she got on the plane and she, without telling anyone, she got on the plane and flew to L.A. where her mother lives. Oh, I remember that. And then er, the moment, like, she was still on the plane on the way there, and that news came out, and then it was like, hell went loose, and then all these articles came out, her bashing her and saying she's unprofessional, and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, like, so, and it was so bad. Like, the moment she landed in L.A. and she heard about it, she had to get on the plane to go back to Korea. Like, she didn't even stay in L.A. Like, she went, and then she that's, came back. That's really unprofessional, though. Like, can we be real here? That's really unprofessional. It is, but... Sorry that your schedule the, sucks, but you signed up. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want. I mean, their they're whole, like, they like Korea, their whole, like... Um, their whole system for, like, shooting dramas is brutal. So, like, okay, but you don't think that they're brutal in the West when you have reoccurring dramas like that? It's bad, too. Like, all the no, people it's who not. Buffy were super pissed. It's you can go back. I like, mean, it's not easy, but, I mean, I'm just saying, in Korea, it's it's different. It's kind of unnecessarily, like, they kind of shoot along as they go. Like, they don't sh- shoot, like, a set n- number of episodes and then okay, that's going to be this season. Like, they shoot along as they, as they go. Right, but so. they also, there's been live dramas like that that have happened in the West. It's not like it's never happened here, and people do it. The, the issue is that she agreed to do this, and then she decided, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm out. That's super I don't, unprofessional. I don't agree. I don't agree. That's unprofessional. In what no, world no, no, can... No, I agree to a certain... Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's not the best thing. Like, But we don't know what happened behind the scenes. We don't know like what the conditions were. Like, From what I've read, it was quite awful. And Did like, everybody else what leave? I've, no, it, no, everybody else didn't leave. So then she's unprofessional. They, but the thing is, she, I don't know what state of mind she was. Like, Honestly, she... Looked a little bit like she had a mental breakdown. It was okay. not like the typical. It was. It's not the typical. Like I don't give a shit anymore. Like I'm gonna take the next plane from out of, from here. Bye bye, bitches. No, it was more like she. She was. She looked really sick. Like she I was. was say, she if looked, I remember correctly, like she had spent the last three weeks on IVs trying to get this done. Like this was exactly. killing her health. Like yeah, and she and tried to figure out how to and and I, if I remember correctly, she did try and talk to the director beforehand, and they were just like, "You're shit out of luck." Like, screw you, and and yeah. it, like it just when it happened, it just like it's not professional. I don't think it was the best way of handling it. But at the same time, when you're that sick, when you're that stressed, when you're that like mentally like drained, exactly. we don't make good decisions. We don't. Right, and I'm not arguing that she made a good decision, but my point is that she is one of everybody else that is also on that show, and they also were probably struggling. You can't tell me that she's the only person that was having a hard time. If she was having a hard time, I guarantee there's other people pulling the same hours that she was. And there's there's all kinds of talk about how bad it is to be an uh, an entertainer in Korea. I totally, 100% agree there, but there's other people that do it too, and they don't quit. So doing it no, is unprofessional, and that's well, it. Yeah, but I mean, you can see a lot of things like, that people. Like, I mean, everybody people. has different levels that they can tolerate. Just because one or several people can do it doesn't mean that that should be the standard. But like, that doesn't mean it's not unprofessional. Like walking out on set, no matter the circumstance, is unprofessional. The way you do you, it is you but, bring it up and you put in public how bad the situation is. You don't leave because that's unprofessional. It only makes yeah, but, you look bad. You protect your own image. You don't protect the image of the people that you work for. 
That's but what I'm not, saying. She was yeah, but if she did that, her career would be over. Her career was almost over anyways because she did that. So what? Like it's the same. That's that's what I'm saying. Is she almost risked her career by doing that because it was unprofessional? Had she blown the spot up of that that uh, show, maybe yeah. she would be in j- just as bad a trouble. But at least she wouldn't have left. She would have been like, "I'm still here, but this blows." But that's professional. We were not there, Tim. When like. She, like like I said, she was probably like if you we haven't been in her shoes. I don't I cannot say like oh she just didn't give a fuck. It, apparently she gave a fuck because she took the next plane home immediately. But to it, save but, her career. But by, but by then it was too late. So and we know how harsh the working conditions are. And yes, everybody did, did everybody on from the production staff to the other actors. They probably worked just as hard. Just as long, and probably went on, on had IV drops as well. But the thing is, like, you, you you cannot put the whole blame on her. Like, yeah, it was unprofessional. But I don't think, but I don't think like she was like, oh, I'm not gonna gonna I'm not gonna give a fuck anymore. And she consciously did it to just like because because she, she was spoiled little brat. Like she didn't I'm, give. A... I'm not blaming just her. I, I want to preface this. I am not blaming just her. I am saying that what she did was unprofessional. I am not saying that her work environment was good. Clearly it was not. I no. concede and agree that it was not. But yeah. there are other people that were also in the same situation and they didn't leave. That is... Did... Unfortunately, in the world of entertainment, being unprofessional is like essentially committing like career suicide. You can't do yeah. that. You cannot do that. That's why people keep bringing up Sully being unprofessional and not showing up to her thing while she's in the middle of this huge scandal. That's unprofessional but that, too. But that's, that's a difference because she's out there no, doing it's not because you don't, know what, you don't know what's going on in her head either though. What if she's having a mental breakdown too? You don't know. Okay, so okay. I think we can, we can basically <laughs> say that no one knows what she was thinking or personally going through within that situation. Um, However, you can look at it as either A, she was being unprofessional by leaving, up and leaving, or she was, you know, trying to, um, she was trying to retain at least some, some bit of sanity by leaving because the situation was so difficult. Uh, Because I feel like we're going to go in circles here. Um, Kiara, did you have anything else to say about this? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like so that situation happened. So because of it, you know, she was kind of blacklisted from the entertainment com- entertainment um, business, and so she wasn't able to do any drop any more like dramas after that. Like she had a movie after that, but that's it. Um, but it's now that she just signed in with uh, Key East Entertainment, now they're saying that she's um, is set up to be in a new SBS drama called Birth of a Beauty. So I'm excited for her because she's one of my favorite um, Korean actresses. Um, she's not one of the best ones, but there's still something about her that I really like. And so, you know, I'm really glad to see her back in the game and back to seeing her in dramas because I've, I've missed her um, watching her in dramas. Aww. And I, you also will know her because, like, there was news of her 
dating uh, Teddy, so she's dating Teddy, if you didn't know. Oh, that's the one. Okay, I know who that is now. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the girl that's dating Teddy. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's her, so I'm excited oh, for her comeback. You know, I'm, I know, because Korea still hasn't put this behind her. They're still talking about it. So I'm like, to be honest, as a fan, I'm like, whatever, she's back. You know, I was sad that whole situation happened. I felt for her, and I have my own opinions, but you guys already... This yours, so I'm just I keep have one thing, Kiara, because like I said, I'm trying to get all the drama stuff out of the way. Yeah. Did yeah. you see anything from my lovable lady, from uh, Rain and Crystals? Oh, I watched the first episode last night. Um, what did you think? <laughs> uh, well, well, first of all, the editing of the show is kind of weird. Like in the very first scene is uh, Rain with his girlfriend, um, Crystal's older sister, and they're, like, arguing. So, like, right off the bat, you're kind of like, whoa, wait, what? What happened? And, and this is kind of weird. Like, I feel like the editing was kind of choppy-ish, so I hope with they, st they start fixing that as it goes by. Um, Acting-wise, um, <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to see more episodes to really get a good feel but as so far I don't nobody gets an A right now um everyone <laughs> every, there's I don't I don't know if it's because of the editing or what but it all just feels so choppy and like crystal. I was looking at some screen caps from this and Rain doesn't even look like himself really? I well if he looks like himself just from like 10 years ago <laughs> he looks just <laughs> a lot younger I don't know just something about his face it's Strange. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I feel like I mean. At least from the screen caps I saw, he just looks young. Rain. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't know. Rain. I don't want to say his his acting is bad, but it feels like it's missing something. And then with Crystal, it's the same thing. She's kind of like I feel like slightly kind of deadpan. Like there's a scene where she kind of yells at Rain because she because he was yelling at her and then she was just tired of it. And so she yelled back, but it felt empty, like like she was just yelling without any no emotions. I felt so. I don't know. Maybe with more with time, she'll get better, or like she'll settle in her character more. But as of right now, uh, I don't know. And L, like oh my god, <laughs> he didn't have much screen time, but it was it was just oh my gosh. Well, um, I want to read some of what uh, some netizens apparently thought. Um, the dog is the best actor in this. Acting like he's really hurt. <laughs> to be honest, yes. The <laughs> dog, At the least dog. one. The do there were so many At there were so many sad scenes, but the dog was the one that made me cry, so you know <laughs> <laughs> So Kiara agrees with that one. At least one out of the two has to be super pretty or handsome, but they're both average. Crystal's pretty as a singer, but her okay. visuals are not for acting and her voice tone is unstable. Mm -hmm. So ugly. Why? So ugly. That's that's the whole comment. Did Crystal get her double eyelids thickened? It make, made it difficult to look at her face. And Rain's ugly, too. This drama oh, is so I don't cringe. like these comments. <laughs> this 
drama is so cringe. Crystal, Rain, L, they all suck at acting. The absolute worst was when L grabbed Crystal's wrist and said, What's wrong with you? I'm infinite power. I'm so done with this drama. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to see what goes from there. I'm, I'll try to catch the first episode just because I'm kind of interested in yeah, seeing how it turns out now. Yeah, like the, sep- the second episode is out, so I'm going to watch it, you know, and see how it continues. But, um, I don't know. I wouldn't say they're ugly. Like, I'm not saying that. They're not ugly. But... <laughs> There, there, there does need to be some work done, and I think the whole the editing is not helping out. I mean, it looks pretty, like at least you know visual wise, it's to me everything looks pretty. But I just feel like the editing and also like some of the acting needs improvement. Okay, all right. Well, that's the verdict on my lovable lady. Um, uh, anything else you want to mention, Kiara? Anything, little like maybe any little tidbits or anything before we move on? Um, well, I spoke about Kara, spoke about dramas. Um, no, I think I'm good. Okay. Oh, uh, oh wait. Um, so you is gonna have a comeback with the two guys from Urban's Park? Yeah, Urban. I'm wondering is is that like gonna be so used thing is to always come back with like a male counterpart? I guess is that like her thing? Because I, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, is she coming back by herself? But it was like, no, she's coming back with another artist. Which, I mean, I liked her collaborations from before, but I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, think it's maybe just a way to push her out there more and get her name out there. And maybe, you know, maybe next year or in two years from now, she'll probably have something like solo yeah. But I think it's more just like I guess because it's been so popular because all of her collabs have been getting a lot of attention, especially her last one with some. So I think they just want to continue on that road for now until they feel like yeah. okay, we can put her out. By I've gotten to the point where I think I like her better than Yoren. Oh, <laughs> I think no, she's my girl. fave. That's very easy to do though. So. <laughs> I don't know. Something about her is just like I. Some people were, you know, she was getting some flack on the internet because some people were saying she was an Ilgen and she was a bully in school and this and this. But I like the fact that she looks like she doesn't take any crap. And that's I don't know. She's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's all of them. And I don't know. She just, she just seems very self-assured, and that's, I, that's very appealing to me and uh, idol. So. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and she also appeared on the this new. I'm guessing it's a new show. It's called Living Alone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they showed her like working out. Yo, her body is insane. That's all I gotta say. Oh uh, yeah. Well, all of the stars. I mean, you can tell they all work out. <laughs> so they need to, they need to do a fitness video or something. That would there's a so you fitness video. Like her, well, it's not like a fitness video in that sense, but it's her working out. Like you can see how she got ready for their comeback. Oh, well, they need to do like a She's straight fitness buff. video to like all their songs or something. I, I wonder I if that would work. So, I, <laughs> I don't know. I think it would do well. I would, and I would buy it. Okay. Um, Noah, are you ready to 
Yeah, it's my turn. Talk about. <laughs> you like to talk about? Yeah. Um. Well. Well, I do want to talk about the like I know you probably been home scandal before, but oh, there's some Oh, no, you're kind of um going right in here? and out. Yeah. You got like now? the SM auto tune thing going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What about now? Do you hear me? Yeah, that's a lot better. There you go. Now you got JYP going on. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you do at work, Santa? You're just like, I'm going to get some singers for this one. I'm going to have a bunch of funny ammo. <laughs> Dude, how can I come up with this stuff? I just say it. I have a mind that is special. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, Noah, go. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know <laughs> we've talked about Lee Byung-hun scandal before. But uh, there's some new revelations, like uh, <clears throat> the fact that apparently there's some proof through the models. The model who blackmailed him, her Instagram uh, pictures reveals gifts that she gave that he gave her. Well, the netizens, like the Korean netizens, as amazing investigators that they are. Uh, Found out that uh, those gifts that she had, that she posted on Instagram, uh, were gifts that Lee Byung Hun received uh, for free during different uh, promotion tours, uh, and this further cements that the fact that he was actually not just talking to some girls in his house, in his in his bedroom, he was actually seeing one of these girls, or in this case, the model. Uh, and besides that, uh, there's also uh, the fact that Lee Min Jung, uh, his wife, uh, it's reported that she actually is living with, she, since she came back from Paris, she's living with uh, her, fa her, her family, with her parents in Gangnam. Uh, what do you guys think? Is Even Hung screwed forever, or will this blow over? Oh, it'll blow over. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. screwed for what? Yeah. Cheating on his I, wife? He'll be fine. After hearing about Kim Hyung Jun, I I don't think it. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, this is the thing, right? Um, for me, in this whole scandal, and I, I was gonna use this topic, so I'm glad that it got brought up. I had this conversation with somebody else. Um. This the problem here is not it's it's the execution of this information because yes he is a scumbag we knew this actually before this moment because everybody was saying that he was a creep like it's not new it, this isn't news but they tried to blackmail him and not only did they do that they did it premeditated as more and more information is coming out it's hurting the girls more than it's hurting him. Like, oh, he was dating the model. Okay, well, we already knew he was a scumbag cheater, so, I mean, okay. Like, he's going to be fine. He's going to move on from this because he is still going to get painted by the general public, not netizens, but the general public as the victim because he was blackmailed. He didn't blackmail them. It's not illegal to cheat. It's just not right. In any way, shape, or form is it right. It's morally wrong, but it's not illegal. It is illegal to blackmail. That's why 
when people are like, oh, I don't understand why they're looking at jail time, they try to blackmail him, not even for like a little bit of money, for an absorbent amount of money. That's why, and that's a that's not a civil case. That is a um, that is a what's it called a criminal charge. So yeah. he there they did they went about this the wrong way. If they had recorded him and just aired it out, he would just be a scumbag and that'd be it. They would never have to air their faces. Nothing. They could have blown up his spot. People are kind of attacking it like, oh, they're they're blowing up his spot. They did a good thing. No, they tried to blackmail him. They did it for themselves. They didn't do it to ruin him. They just wanted money, especially if she was dating him. She probably came to the realization that that's that's what she was going to be. She was just going to be a side chick, and she wanted to get money and leave. Well, it kind of blew up on her, like blew up in her face. This dude is a scumbag. By no stretch of the imagination is he not. But he didn't do anything illegal. He just was a terrible person. So. I don't know. I just I have that issue. Like I think it sucks that they're. I think it's bad that the netizens are digging so far into it because they're making more of a case for him. You know, in the actual court situation that they're going to be stuck in soon. Like they're making more of a case for him. What do you, it's uh, hard what, for what, me what because like. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Um, I was just going to ask. Like, what do you got? What do you think? Like, Shannon. It's or... hard for me because half of me like. The illogical, like, if there weren't any laws, half of me literally wants to fly to Korea, cut his dick off, make him eat it, and, like, <laughs> hope that he has a horrible life for the rest of his life, because I hate cheaters. I hate them. I think they deserve everything that comes their way. I don't give a shit about cheaters. I don't think that, I think they're all, I just, I hate them. I can't, I can't deal with cheaters. But at the other hand, I know that they broke the law, and that you can't blackmail people. But, and it's just, it's, it's, at the same time, I can't see 10 years for blackmailing. I'm sorry, he's a piece of shit. No, I agree. Like, yeah, I agree. I can see, alright, she did some shit, it's not okay, give her six months, give her a year. I mean, she's 19 years old, we all do stupid shit when we're 19, most of us don't break the law, but we all do stupid shit, especially when it comes to love, when we're that young. At the, It just boggles my mind that so, yeah, I'm so, it's like super conflicting, because I'm like, Good. Air his dirty laundry out. I hope it, he ends up having his what girl makes him have to eat his dick for the rest of his life. Like I don't care. But... <laughs> oh, it's so graphic. <laughs> it is. It really I, do, is. I would. I would serve it with ketchup. Put a little pickle on it. Maybe a little okay, radish. Like, hey. okay, 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 the... <laughs> there are dudes here, please. <laughs> we know what makes Shannon go insane. Oh. Truly insane. Well, my opinion of the situation, my opinion of the situation is like, okay, the whole legal stuff. Yes, they blackmailed him. They, I don't know the circumstance. Like, was it like for revenge? Was it premeditated? Was it not? We won't. I won't know. Nobody was will know until uh, the, they actually meet in court and do the, and do the whole thing. Uh, what I wondering actually is, I think. Personally, I don't think his career will uh, survive this. It's not because uh, other artists have not survived cheating scandals, killing, whatever. But I do think, yes, he's had such a long history of playing foul games, lying, uh, like tricking, like tricking young girls from like Canada to come to Korea and. And then just yes, sleep with them, and then throw them away like nothing, and destroy them pretty much. And and I think 
from what I've understood and from from other from Koreans like who are well aware of him and his and his bullshit. A lot of people are just really, really tired of his bullshit. They are really done with it. Like I think, not just netizens, like the like the general public are tired of his like female drama with ongoing scandals. It's like it's it's not the first time. It's like people have lost count of how many times he gets in the scandals by using or abusing. Uh, girls, young girls. Uh, so I actually disagree with you, Tim, on that one. I think uh, this this will be a big blow to his career. Like they're already petitioning uh, for him for all. Uh, no, there are people who are petitioning to stop all the CFs he's in, or ask companies who use him in, in their CFs to stop using him. Uh, there, there are even talks about him or uh, his, I think he's part of Key East, right? Key East Entertainment. Yeah, he is. Yeah, like talk about how Key East Entertainment uh, should pay uh, damages, uh, a fee, a penalty fee for uh, the the com to the companies for like the things he's done and how the harm he's caused uh, to the to the different companies he he does CF, CFs for. Do you guys really think that his career will survive this, or will it be? Uh, do you think guys think that he will just be getting he totally gets away with this? Oh, God. I, hate I to think say honestly. It, but... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I talk a lot. Oh no, you go ahead. I think honestly, I think it'll hurt his career for the first six months, maybe a year. But I think he'll do the whole "I repent, I've changed my ways," and then a year, it's just going to be back to his old ways, and he'll be fine. As horrible yeah. as that sounds, I think he'll be fine in the long run. In the long run, true. Um, do you think? Oh, sorry. Just sorry. Just uh, the only other thing is like uh, I, I can see where you're coming from, and I do. I have seen that like the. The public is going after him right now. Um, the issue is that he is making the transition from just being a Korean actor to being a American actor that's Korean, and he is set up with a uh, like lead role in a trilogy. Like they're not going to get rid of him yet, especially because they don't care. America has never had a problem with cheaters. Like they let cheaters go all the True. time. There's tons of actors that are cheaters. Cheating is not a big deal, um, and. Uh, I, I just don't I don't see him not being able to find work because if he can't work in Korea, who cares? He can just play any Asian guy in any movie. Every movie in America needs an Asian guy at some point, and there's tons of people <laughs> who would love to play that role. He has a name. There are people who are gonna like him here, regardless of what he did, like regardless of being a cheater. Um, there's plenty of people who look past the moral um, compass of the people that they like to still support them in what they do as for a living. So I really don't, like, I don't see him not working anymore is, I guess, more my point. He might not be as successful. I could see that. I'm not going to say he's going to be as successful as he is now, but him to go without work, I, I just don't see that. Do you think Eamon Jun will stay with him, or do you think... God, I hope not. Well, I mean, if the rumors are true that it's just... Their marriage is based on sponsorship, and who knows if that's true? Because that's what most people say. Like, that marriage is not based on you know like 
you know, love or whatever. Like, it's because he sponsors her, and that's why they're together. But I hope she doesn't stay with him. Yeah, that would be the the one most positive thing to come out of this is her free just turn and move on and be with someone else. Perfectly yeah, but someone. divorce is such a big no-no still. I don't think she will. Yeah, Better to be with really a, a cheater and a shitty person than to be a divorcee. Yeah, because it only the problem is that it only affects her. It doesn't really affect him. He can be the he can be the guy who went through a divorce. You you can't be the girl who went through the divorce. It's not it's not a good look in Korea, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, and by the way, he's from BH Entertainment. Sorry, he's oh. not in Keys. It's it's the other asshole that's in Keys. Um, yeah, Kim Jong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's her. Mixed up the assholes. Yeah. <laughs> They're both so stinky, it's hard to pick out which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Shannon, somehow you just have the greatest transitions. Okay. So, Tim, um, do you have uh, one particular thing that you wanted to discuss this week? I don't have anything bad because I was going to bring up the Byunghan thing. Um, so my only other topic was that Troy's having a comeback, which is super exciting because I love Troy. Um, Troy came, or Troy made their debut earlier this year with Greenlight, which is an excellent song if you guys haven't heard it. Um, they're from Brand New Music, which is an excellent label that has a bunch of hip-hop artists. Um, Sonny's there, Swings, unfortunately, is there. Um, Rhymers there, which I'm sure a lot of people don't know. Um, they have a new group called Champagne and Candle that does kind of weirder music, weirder like hip hop music. But the important part is Troy is there and Bumkey uh, is in that group. Um, and all of his music has been fantastic lately, so I'm super excited, um, especially because I've seen him twice recently, so I'm even more pumped because <laughs> I love Troy. Uh, and the, the concept looks cool, they look very like sleek. Um, but the funny story and the reason that I really picked this is they were filming the music video and Brand New Music released a clip of Kanto on their Facebook. Apparently, while they were filming the music video, a bird came and crapped right on his head, like, from the sky. <laughs> um, and, like, I saw it this morning and I just, I could not stop laughing all the way to work. Like, it's a 15-minute drive for me to work. I was just laughing. Like, and he took it well. He was just, like, grossed out, you know, and they cleaned him off and he went back to work. But I was just like, man, that is, that is an amazing circumstance that they actually got it on film. And it was, it was really funny. That's my only one because I was just so, so excited. Like, I love Troy, so I'm just so pumped right now to see them come back. Stand okay. Or hip-hop. Good. <laughs> One for the hip hop uh K entertainers. Not the idols, to be specific, the actual hip hop artists. Alright. So I guess we should go to our main topic for today, uh, which is uh Tetis So, which is Girls Generation's three member subgroup consisting of Taeyeon, Tiffany, and Sohyun, and they made their comeback uh, with their single Holler and a new mini album, and uh, there is uh, an article, I don't know, a 
I guess from this is from Nauber. Comeback, Kate Tissot's first reveal of Holler. Powerful and confident funky girls. Um, here are some of the comments from that, courtesy of Nez and Buzz, my favorite site. Um, I honestly liked Twinkle better. Maybe my expectations were too high. Wow, so skinny. They're unchallenged, both as a group and unit. Do well, Tate Cell, and I'll be listening to the rest of your tracks. The song's awesome. Taeyeon looks like an Ajuma. SM, please fire Yu Young. SM, please fire Yu Young Jin. SM songs are stuck in 2009. This is no longer a generation where hook songs work. SM songs are nothing but repetition of the same lyrics with hooks and cringy lyrics everywhere. The music video quality is weird as well. FX's Red Light was the the best music video production in a while. It's not the SM artists that are the problem with the weird songs that Yu Young Jin comes up with. Um, YG has Teddy, JYP has Park Jin Young, SM has Please Change Your Composer. SM songs <laughs> are always a hit or miss. Well, those of you who hadn't seen the music video, I made you watch the music video. Um, be lucky that I didn't make you listen to the entire mini album. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, but from, <laughs> um, from what you've seen, um, they've already apparently had their comeback stage, um, and you know, ironically, they're also uh, promoting at the same time as uh, 2 p.m. But um, I mean, what are you guys thinking? I mean. Uh, there was news that came out recently that all nine girls re-signed with SM for three more years. So, um, they're obviously, I mean, if not happy, at least comfortable where they're, where they're at right now. I want to talk about that one. So, I hate <laughs> TTS because TTS sucks. Um, but Ooh. the fact that SNSD all re-signed to SM says a ton about the uh, like family feeling that you get from those girls. Especially when people were like, oh no, they're going to split. Oh, they don't look like they like are super into each other anymore. I don't think, like part of me doesn't think that all of them really want to do music. But the fact that they decided to stick together says a ton about them as a group. Um, it sucks that they stuck together on SM, but I understand why. Um, and I hope that they were smart enough to restructure their contracts so they have a lot more freedom because it was clear that moving towards the end they were getting more freedom. So hopefully that continues. Um, but the fact that like Tiffany in particular said she wanted to be like a group where when they were all married and with kids, their kids could come and watch them and their family could come watch them like Spice Girls, that means a ton that they decided to stay together for three more or four more years, whatever it is. Like, And then if they continue to do something like that, that says a ton about where those girls are with each other because they don't have to resign. That's the thing. They're not stuck resigning. So that's them making this choice to all stick together and I think that says a ton about them. Like, I don't like SNSD, but I really like that they are so united as like nine and they didn't let they didn't let anybody down or anything like nobody can say that about them. They resigned, they're still gonna keep doing it, you know, at least for four more years or whatever. I also think it's crap when netizens are saying that that's all they think, that, that, that that's all SM can milk them for. No way, they can milk them way longer than that, please. 
Yeah, and they'll, like the they'll golden still cow. buy anything they put out. Yeah, it's the golden cow. Like, you don't have to get yeah. rid of that group at all. If if Super Junior still gets to be around, SSD is fine, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Any other thoughts? Any thoughts on the song at all? Did they make an impression on anyone? I forgot the hook as, as soon as I stopped. As soon as I hit stop on YouTube, I, I forgot the hook of the song. Like, it... Hello. It, it didn't stay with me at all. It at all is. Well, as. I'm gonna disappoint everyone. Like, I never like anything that the SNSD like. Uh, nothing against them. I just don't. I have never found their songs appealing. It's okay, uh, you're Swedish. So we forgive you. <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, actually, I I like this better than Twinkle, and I do think it's I not garbage too. <laughs> but it's less of two evils. Like I think it's quite okay, actually. I kind of it's it's kind of catchy, and I don't mind it. I'm like actually kind of okay. I'm gonna admit it. I think I like the song. Oh my god, I cannot believe I'm saying this. Yes, I I, I think I I think it's okay. I think it's. It's not amazing, but it's good. Good enough? I mean, <laughs> I expected a lot worse. I guess I imagine it's hard to, like, I guess critique it because you know that this song's going to hit number one anyway. You know it's, it's going to win. Something. You know it's going to win, you know, music show awards, you know, regardless of what it sounds like. But I still think in some realm of reality somewhere, you know, we should still consider Sinesti Tetiso as artists and, you know, still, you know, consider them worthy of being critiqued. I mean, I mean, obviously they still enjoy singing and performing, so... I think you're the only person that has a hard time critiquing it. I can critique it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it wins. That's not what critiques are about. I'm not saying it's not going to be successful. I'm saying that it's hot garbage. Like, it's not a good song. It it's sounds the best, awful. It's, it's the better best than trashy Twinkle, song Twinkle, to come out of 2014 so far for me. I feel best, like... Uh, okay. Even okay. with that, I feel like it's better than what SNSD is usually given. At least, you know, I don't care for what, you know, what they're usually given. So I feel like Tate So gets the better songs, which is not much better than what SNSD is given. No, because they got Twinkle like, Twinkle. That song was super That was garbage. awful. Like, yeah, that was so just I disagree. Like, They've only had two singles. One of them was super hot garbage, and this one is just hot garbage. And well, SNSD normally I think gets Baby, songs, so. Baby Steps was like a sleeper hit. Was it, did they promote that? I think they like it was one of those things where they would like sing it before like. Oh, uh, that doesn't count. I'm talking about the the actual singles, like the singles that they have promoted, because those are the songs that are bringing people in to buy whatever it is that you're making. Like that's the point of a single. Um, and I think that most of the time they're single. I haven't listened to anything outside of their singles. I don't care because I just don't like those girls. Like it's whatever. Um, wow. But, <laughs> Though, like, I don't think they're bad people. I just they're not the people that I like from SNSD. I guess is the better example. Um, but I don't think that like they have good songs either. So I think they're in the same boat. SNSDs at least had like a couple songs that I'm cool with. 
Like, I would much rather listen to SSD than I would TTS. Like, there's no contest there. I would totally much rather watch that. <laughs> the thing is, smaller, it, like, I'm willing to listen to it. I would pay someone to turn off Twinkle. Like, I can't. I can't yeah, handle it. Yeah. Like, I would pay somebody to never have to listen to that song again. So it be chucked in the ocean in an iron cage. Like, I hate that I song. think Holler is better because we got Twinkle Twinkle, so we know how bad they could be. Like, we know how So it's like, at least this isn't the first single. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this had been the first one, we'd be like, this is dumb. And we'd just move on. Like, But it's the better than the is, last one. like, okay, so if we're assuming that at this stage in their career, Girls' Generation has a little more freedom in what they can do, what kind of music they can make, and we've got groups like FX doing at least stuff that's different from the average SM artist, you know, branching out, trying different, you know, musical genres. And we've got Girls' Generation, which have been doing, like that one Nez and commenter said, their music is, like, stuck in this perpetual, like, time loop. It's, like, it's just, there's nothing dynamic about it. The only thing I can say is maybe I got a boy as as horrible as some people think it was as disjointed, at least it was something they were trying something. Because I feel like ever since G well no. Ever since Genie, it's been you know well we don't have to really do anything because so you know Sones will buy it anyway. But it's like I feel like, you know, like with Taeyeon, she she, like we've seen her before on stage. She's doesn't is hesitate to show her displeasure if she doesn't feel what she's singing or doesn't like what she's singing or whatever. And you know, she's always said, you know, oh, she you know didn't like singing G or whatever. So you know, at this point, you know, they're all in their most of them are in their like their mid twenties. You know, you would think. I don't know. I feel like they would, they would have more of of, of a say over, over being more experimental. It's not like it would hurt their popularity any. Maybe we're looking at this wrong. What if this song was Tiffany's like mating call to Nikun? It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to forget Kyle vomit. Like maybe that's the hand, and they're like, "You want this? You want this? You're gonna have to holla." Holla. <laughs> but she doesn't need to have a mating call anymore. He already got her. What do you mean? No, because then look at the end. They like it's almost like they're laughing because he has a small pee, and they're like, ha, ha, no, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Shana, you just crushed everything I just said. Um, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, now I'm I'm scared there's gonna be like a joint stage between them and two p.m. at some point. Oh, please don't! Days. I would vomit. Please do, yay! <laughs> I hope they do. Like, woo, uh, well, okay, woo. it depends, right? Because if they do the go crazy dance, I'm on board. Make it happen. That would be hilarious. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Do it. You know, the only time I've ever really liked Let's do the only it. time I ever really liked Girls Generation is when they did those like on some of the variety shows or, like, year-end shows. I don't know why, but for, like, a few... One year, they were doing, like, the Smooth Criminal Dance. Like, a few of them oh. were. And they were doing that. And I thought that was really cool. And, like, I was like, oh, was like, they can dance pretty well. You know, they were doing... They, they, had, they were all dressed up with the hat and the suit, and they were doing the Smooth Criminal Dance. 
and I thought that was that was like one of the few times I actually really like kind of like liked them, and I'm like, you know, that just shows that there is you know more potential in there, you know, to do different stuff. It's just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's SM. And, but who wants potential when you can have money? Like, I could have a hot guy or I can have an ugly guy with money. I'm always going to choose the ugly guy with money. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's well, the new girl's generation is doing the same thing. Guy, sorry. That's, that's what Tam said, right? You know, oh, oh, hey, oh, oh, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, that's a way. That's a way of putting it. Um, because I definitely think SM sees them as that. I think SM is just like whatever we'll make money, whatever we do. But I feel like also at this point, the girls could take advantage of it. Uh, take advantage of the situation just as as much. I, you know, I feel like. I mean, unless they. I mean, maybe they do really feel like Holler is, is, is a good song to represent them and they enjoy performing it, and maybe they think it's a great single. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Once that disease happens when you're with your kidnappers so long, you start to like agree with your kidnappers. <laughs> there you go. Maybe they have like music Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, like, this is the thing, right? If you, if you are a successful artist, you're making money clearly every time you do something you but you have had because remember that SNSD has had songs that didn't do well and it was when they tried to change their image when they did Run Devil Run it did not do well it's like one of the few songs they didn't win with if you have an established brand why would you change that if you can make money off of it you wouldn't like there's no point that's that is another act of career suicide. There's some artists that can do it, but for the most part, you stay in your lane. Once you establish yourself, you don't have to reach out. You do what it is that you do. SNSD is known for being this idealistic girl group thing like that they do. All of their music does sound the same because that is the girls' generation sound. Everybody complains that it sounds the same, but then they still go buy it, and they still support them, and they still dress up as them, and they still make them win, and they still make all their concerts sell out. Who cares? Why would you kill your cash cow? You don't do that. And especially because they have tried and it failed. Why okay, do Okay, what about I Got a Boy, however, which I feel like was more controversial than Run Devil Run. That song didn't do very well either. In comparison to their cute songs, it didn't do very well either. So it's the same, like, I, I don't know. It's the same I concept. Agree. I, feel, I just feel like... If they're gonna branch out into a subunit, at least do something different. Like right, different, and I, I agree like, with What's that. the point of branching out into into a subunit unless you if you're gonna do the same basic SNSD songs? I mean, for me personally, oh, <laughs> for me personally, I don't care what anyone says. I like the song. Like fuck you if you don't like. It. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're entitled to like whatever you want. Like, well, I'm we're, all friends, here, Noah. I'm, we're uh, all friends here. This, this is not as me. bad as Mamacita, so you cannot bash me that much. Oh, but, hey, I like Mamacita oh. way more. This you is do? safe. Hey, everyone, oh, yeah. this is safe space. I'm okay. sorry. That doesn't mean I like it. Influence on the team. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you had to make me pick the the death by like worst thing, I would put this under Mamacita. Are you kidding me? Oh no! no we're picking you I didn't go no. worst song. It's that you no. kiss the song. Their great. debut no. you kiss. That well, I'm not cool. talking about that. I'm talking about these two songs. We're comparing these two. 
Stop trying to stop trying to bash you kids. No, you yeah, said you had a song. That is all no. It's been a while, hasn't it? You kids have been lost since you Leave you kids alone. Never. It's been like two or three shows. I think it's been two. I want to say. I haven't been here. Yeah. We were doing so good. I don't know. I think there's just. We got all the UKIS fans back for a minute. No, they're all gone. They're like, nope. They're still, they're still ragging on UKIS. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's this weird part of me that it's like, I don't have a problem with Girls' Generation, but I don't understand them. Does that make sense? Yes, because yeah, I feel the same sense. way. Like I want to like them because I like some of the individual members, but there's not al- there's almost no Girls' Generation songs that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna play this forever. I'm like, okay, good job. I don't. I understand them, and that's why I don't like them. Like I understand that they're a cash cow, so I don't like them. Like that's it. I like plenty of their members, though. I think they're. I think as people, they're wonderful people. Some of them. Um, so I don't have anything against watching that, like uh, watching um, Sunny on the roommate. I'm there, like that. You can't stop me. I'm gonna do it. Um, and her on Invincible Youth, heck yeah, I'll do it. But I don't. But I understand that SNSD is a cash cow. They know what their image is. They know what sells. They're not gonna change, and there's no reason that they should because you don't break what already works. Like the the idea that you have to branch out only works for certain groups that do that. There's plenty of groups that have made their whole career sounding the same. When you hear when you hear the Beastie Boys, they are the Beastie Boys. Like they have been the Beastie Boys since debut. They were the Beastie Boys and they sold tons of records because of it. It's fine to be what you want to be. There's going to be people who love you for it. There's tons of SNSD fans who absolutely adore the SNSD image and the fact that they haven't gone that far away from it. I I have a bunch of friends who love SNSD and they love that they are consistent. They don't change all of the time. Um but that's boring to me, and I can see why it's boring to everybody else. I just understand why they wouldn't change it because you well, don't. Well, then I don't want to see. I don't want to see any more instances where Taeyeon like refuses to sing because she hates the song, because obviously she's complicit in like all of this. She's Dude, she's one dating Baekhyun. Like, do you expect much of this girl? <laughs> she's also one person. She's one person in a group of nine. If she says I don't like this song, and everybody else says, well, we like it. What do you say? You're a minority. What do you do? Oh, I don't. Well, I don't want to do it. That's it. That's all you can do. There's there's nine people in that group. Her voice only means so much. Like in an argument, she's one person. Like I'm more offended by her, their outfits. Sorry. Like more than the song. <laughs> well, they're... yeah, their outfits are pretty atrocious. I'm looking at some pictures from their like comeback stages, and their outfits are all very like okay. just cheap looking. Animal print, like looks like they just ripped it out of Forever Twenty One sale bin. Um, yeah, <laughs> so you need a normal SM outfit. <laughs> no, I would say this is worse than what they are usually given. Girls' generations are usually given, I mean, pretty sharp outfits as far as a group, but this is Tate so This is this is a new low, I think. Well, I mean, Tate Studio has always been like the Jersey Shore version of SNSD. <laughs> Jersey Shore again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, uh, I hate to do this, but I just have to. On a shallow note, we kind of mentioned this. We all 
watch the um, music video together. Um, how, why, when did Taeyeon start morphing into Tiffany? Or is it vice like, versa? When did she not morph into <laughs> Tiffany? Like, has she, like, they always, like, this, like, I think it was around, when was it? Around the genie and thereafter, they st they like they started morphing to each other. They like Dragon Ball, like they <laughs> got together and they turned into one same thing. I don't know. I feel like she's always she's just been looking a lot different lately. And I, you know, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that she's, you know, she's dating somebody on the regular. Maybe that's changed her up a little bit. Maybe that's made her. You know, different. Well, I, I don't know. I think um, they just. I think they just met. Like most Korean idols, met uncreative plastic surgeons who don't know how to create a sp individual faces. That's the problem. But it actually really suits her because she doesn't really have a personality. So have a face with no personality is perfect for her. The young fans are gonna get you, Shannon. Listen, if nobody's killed me yet after everything I've said, <laughs> this is going to be it. Oh, That's my goodness. Do you guys, okay, I have an honest question here. Do you guys ever see some of the Korean-American or former Korean-American performers in some of these groups or some of these artists and ever think that they are satisfied with their Korean careers? Like, do they ever think of this as, like, plan B or, like, you know, alternate option, you know, since America apparently has a problem with Asians um, being um, music um, musicians or being prominent music, music artists. Do you think that they ever feel, and, and this is a speculative question, but I, I sometimes think it looking at people like uh, Tiffany, Ailey, people like that, that, that they, you know, being in Korea is a fulfilling thing for them, you know, because you, you know they, 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 they probably have or tried to, you know, thought about, you know, trying in America first. But, you know, of course, and you see this with a lot of uh, Korean-Americans now coming into K-pop, they're just going straight to Korea because it's like, you know, why bother, you know, when you can just kind of go there and, you know, have more of a direct line to, to an audience, whereas in America you have to struggle to just get signed and then get seen and then get heard. I don't know. I just I find the whole Korean American proliferation in K-pop interesting. Does nobody else? I think. Or I would I say make no sense? <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends. Like what kind of music you want to do? Like you know, let's say like Tiffany. You know, she's doing like Song Yoshide and you know this pop music. Or you compare it to like someone like you know Megan Lee. You know, who started out as being a YouTube, singing on YouTube and stuff at a young age. And, you know, she plays the whole guitar thing and being being that type of artist. And she still does that while she's in Korea. So I'm guessing it's going well for her. But I'm guessing, like, if maybe if she signed to a different company that 
that's not the one she's in now, maybe they would have changed her sounds or her look, and then I guess maybe then that would they would feel kind of some a certain way. But I think I feel like if you go to Korea and you're doing what you want to do from the beginning, I don't think they have an issue. With it. I think they're fine. I guess. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I've heard of like Korean Americans go and they join these companies, and then some of them only get as far as to being, you know, trainees after, and after a few years, they just come back home, you know, because mm. for some of them, either, like, the training period is just too long for them, and they can't handle it anymore, mm-hmm. or it's just they realize that they feel like whatever, whatever the company wants them to do, they don't want to do it. It's not the kind of image or sound they want. So in the end, they decide to just quit and just go back home. Yeah, I, I mean, I and then, of course, there's always Jay and his whole situation. I remember reading that, you know, he had kind of a difficult time adjusting initially and maybe, you know, up until, you know, he was kicked out of 2 p.m., um, considering the remarks he made. But I don't know, I just can't, uh, you know, this is something that I tend to think about considering, I mean, Tiffany and Jessica are pretty prominent members of um, Girls' Generation, and yet they have that. I I don't know if they're still uh, American citizens or not, but I'm kind of surprised that they haven't taken more advantage of that over the years. I always find it interesting that the Korean Americans and the Canadian Koreans, they always seem to, even once they get big, they or friendship group, especially with like, like I understand like the China line because you've got that the language barrier originally. So here are the people that speak either Mandarin or Cantonese, you know. So you're obviously going to stick together and you're going to have that bond. But I find it's interesting that especially the ones that are already fluent in Korean before they get to Korea, that they still tend to stick with the the Americans or the Canadians rather than than becoming. It's not that they don't become friends with the the regular Koreans, but most of them that te- core group seems to stay together and it seems to be like the bonding factor like and I always find it interesting that they're not, not like the Korea friendship group seem to focus and, and function separately from like the Korean Americans or the Korean Canadians or the Chinese Americans and I always find that fascinating like how does that work like why does that even happen like you would think that, that there would be something that especially when it's becoming so popular you think that the, those normal cultural boundaries that we hear about, like that the the isolation would start to, to crumble because I mean every almost every group now that you see has some form of foreign member. Like it seems to be a very big push now to we have to have the foreigner so that we can spread the how you wave, but they still seem to be sort of insular. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think this it's kind of like I, everyone kinda of wants to know how, you know, do the idol groups know each other? How do how who's friends with who? How do they know each other? I remember, remember somebody had a fan cam. Uh, I think this is like when Wonder Girls was promoting the last song they did together, and this is when FX was promoting, and like Amber went up to Lim and gave her like a huge hug. And everybody was like, oh, Amber and Lim are friends. And I was like, well, okay, that makes sense. They're both, you know, lived in America. And, you know, they both, you know, speak English and whatever. But it, 
it, it just kind of makes you think it's like how does how do these these people's paths like cross and then you know especially given you know the kind of lives that they lead um, I remember also you know seeing somewhere someone from 2 was talking or someone from YG was talking about how they didn't have a lot of friends um, a lot of other artists as friends because I don't know it was like a YG thing and they, they were kind of kept secluded from other people which I thought was kind of weird um, but you definitely kind of feel that when you see them on shows or at least when you see um, 21 and um, some of the other acts not Big Bang so much because they um, top and G-Dragon and others are pretty well connected but um, I think yeah. um not not to interrupt you, sorry, but I think part of oh, that no, also is that a lot of the other groups are made up of um, past trainees of like other labels, so they have pre-established relationships in large part because of that. Mm. Whereas a lot of the YG artists are, they've been YG. Like you know, people complained about Big Bang in particular. Everybody in Big Bang was a YG trainee that became a YG artist. They didn't have to, they didn't have that connection of, I jumped across all these labels. It's not like uh, Junsu from 2PM, who is friends with a lot of guys from YG, because he was going to be a YG trainee, and then he went to JYP. Um, and then CL has a bunch of friends, but she also was, I believe, either she tried out for JYP and made it at the same time she made YG and then went to YG, or she was JYP first and then went to YG. Either way, she has connections over there. So you see her out and about with people too. But a lot of the YG artists went through the hardest time in your career just with YG artists. Like, being a trainee sucks. Everybody talks about how awful it is and the schedules you have to run and then not knowing if you're even going to ever debut. So you might be doing all this. You don't make money when you're a trainee. Like, you lose money being a trainee. The longer you're a trainee, the more money you lose. So it's it's not even like you're getting something. Because I'm not saying that promoting is easier than training, but you get something. You are making money now. You're moving towards that, at least for the big groups, uh, the big labels. You know, obviously, that's not across the board true. But for the big labels like YG, once you debut, you're going to start making money. Um, but when you're a trainee, everything that you do is losing you money. Like, every time you show up, you're losing money because you're paying to be that trainee. You, they're making, they're not really making an investment in you, and that's what everybody complains about, is that they don't really take care of you. They provide you with a platform, and they train you, but they don't do it for free, right? Um, so I think that's part of it. Like, you see, like, Hyosung, for example, she has a ton of friends. She's always, like, hugging on people, but she also bunny-hopped around and was supposed to be in a different group, and, like, she has reasons to have all these connections to all these groups. But YB, for example, was went straight to YG and never looked back. He never went anywhere else. And that's not to say that he hasn't made friends. He clearly has, but he has... It seems like he has a less he puts less emphasis on making friends outside of his label. You know, it's not to say that he's not friendly, it's just that's where he spends most of his time, probably. I, I would assume that's the logic, right? Um, obviously, I don't know for sure. Maybe they do close them in and they don't want them being friends with everybody else, but I just have a feeling it's mostly due to the fact that they don't really trade around their trainees very often. 
I think if we had like a YG trainee who was there for a while and then went to JYP or something and had a debut, like they would be friendly with all the YG people. Or if they bounced around a bit more, they would be friendly with everybody. I think it's just, or and vice versa, right? If we took, if YG took a JYP trainee and brought them over, I think that you would get the same thing where they were very friendly with all the people from JYP. So I, I think that's more what it is, is that they trade those trainees around a little more. And it makes it builds relationships because of that. And then you have the, you know, oh, we're American, we stick together, we're Chinese. But that's a whole different thing. Mm. Really quick, just out of back of my mind, if you could, because there's um, another article going around called about uh, kind of asking about if you're not from SM or YG, can you be successful? If you could join any um, any group, any um, music uh, company, what would it be? SM, YG, JYP, or one of the smaller ones? I'm going to be completely biased and say I would 100% jump in either to TSN or, or Pletus, but that was just so that I could sleep with all the girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes! Because that would be my main goal, because I would not debut as a trainee. Like, I'm just not big material. I am out and I sometimes don't have a filter, so that would not work. But that would be, like, there are male, like, trainees that that's what they do. Like, they just go to be a trainee, and then so they can get with all the hot girls, I would be, that would be me. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. God bless you, Shannon. <laughs> I'm still uh, mad that five girls never happened. Like, can you... Like, well, that is they're perfect, still kind of... They're in group. this weird thing because they got rid of people and they added that girl from... What's her name? Danny? And and then they became five F-dash-ive girls. And I... I and oh, you're Shannon, talking about five dolls. No, Shannon's I'm talking about the group that was supposed to be Hyosung, Yui, um, the girl from Spica. It was supposed to be. Oh, that thing. Yubin, oh, right? that yeah, was... it was supposed to be like it's like a bunch of hot girls, and then just right before debut, it just all fell apart, and they all went their separate ways. But I'm, I'm just like that would have been not like meant the... to be. Oh, no, it is meant to be. Like that's like my five <laughs> like top girls, like right there, like just throw me in a pig pen, like I will just roll around and be happy as shit, like. <laughs> Why? Oh, wow. Why can't I have nice awesome. things? <laughs> Anybody I else? Uh, I, I would go to brand new music. That's where I would go. I wouldn't want to be in a big label. I would rather go there um, because that's more the kind of music I listen to anyways. So I would clearly go where the music that I listen to is. Um, but I also like that they kind of work on like a do-your-own-thing kind of situation. Like the reason Verbal Jin has had so many songs is because he writes so much that they just let him release when he has something ready. Same with Sonny. Sonny went from being stuck on JYP, training everybody to rap, to going to brand new music, and he released like six songs in like a, the span of 12 months or something. It was ridiculous. And a bunch of them hit number one. Like he, he, he smashed on the charts. He just didn't do well on music shows, which is fine. Who cares? Um, he's still making money. He's making way more than he was before. So I think that's where I would go just because if I was going to go to an idol label, it would be YG. There's no doubt. But they would get rid of me because I'm uh, half black, obviously. So I don't know. <laughs> You could. I don't they know, break up my could, group. 
I'm sorry. No, nah, they I don't break up. I feel like I feel like everyone thinks that YG is gonna. Everyone feels like YG is going to get that like Gyopo person at some point. Like that's why I think a lot of people were really upset about the uh, Lee Michelle thing. That is and, why they're upset. That is exactly yeah, why they're upset. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like people are are, are waiting for something that's not going to happen because you know YG is still about money. You know, they they're you know they like to appropriate the black culture, the hip hop culture, whatever. But you know, the they're 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 not maybe going to go so far as to to get someone that uh, looks like. You know, person of color or someone of that nature. The problem uh-huh. is that they want, and what everybody I feel like um, is looking towards is like if you're going, at least in that uh, environment. I'm ta- I'm not talking about Western fans, but I feel like everybody's like, if you're going to do this, you have to get the next Tasha because that's the reason. Like Tasha overcame mm. the fact that she is half black. But everybody remembers that. Like, no one will let her live that down. That's her, what she carries forever. Same with uh, Insumi. Like, mm-hmm. they carry that forever. That is part of their image. Their race is mm-hmm. forever going to be important. It, they're never going to see her as, she's talented. She's, Tasha is the talented half-black girl. Insumi mm-hmm. is the talented half, or I don't, I don't know if she's half. I think she's quarter. Maybe she's half. I think she is half. Um, but they are known by that. Like, mm. that's what you have to find to promote that again. And unfortunately, um, that's going to be really hard for people to be like, yeah, this could be it. And there's obviously going to be people out there, smaller labels that are willing to take the chance on Lee Michelle, and they should because she's super talented and she deserves it. But mm. expecting a big label to do that is like, I just don't, I don't see anybody doing it. And I think that the reason that YG got so much heat for it is because... They, it was like they were the hero, right? Like everybody was like, "Oh my God, this is the only label that would take the chance on them." And then they were mm-hmm. like, "No, nah, we're not gonna do it either." So, yeah. I think if like JY or if like not JYP maybe, but like if SM had picked them up and broke them up, people would be like, "Well, there's no surprise there. They shouldn't have gone yeah. there." It's not like they wouldn't blame the enough, label. Interestingly enough, you mentioning JYP, I can see JYP actually being the label to probably do it and not make a big deal about it. Yeah, I could see JYP before I saw YG, honestly. Yeah. Um, what about you, Kiara? Do you have a group? I would go um, to I kind of maybe have a, a, a kind of an idea of where you would probably go. <laughs> What's your idea? Where do you think I'd go? I don't know. Whoever uh, uh, Kara is under. DSP. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Kara, but I would not go under DSP because DSP <laughs> knows how to manage their their artists. Like Rainbow True. just had their like their sixth anniversary, their fifth, sixth, you know, year anniversary, and and they've had six songs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Even less, you know. Oh, they have. I, I try not to. I try not to think about Rainbow because it hurts my head and it hurts my heart. <laughs> like yeah, and then just like they they besides Kara, like they've cheated their the rest of their artists horribly. Like, at least they don't have them come back as often as they should. Like Rainbow, they were doing so well when they came out with A, and like you know DSB was at that moment it was supposed to you know you know strike when the iron was hot. You know have them release more music or at least you know promote them better. 
and they didn't. They really dropped the ball with Rainbow, and now they're kind of like, then they they made them do like the the that whole Tetsuo thing where they had uh, Rainbow Pixie or whatever, Oof. and that was horrible. That that was that's worse. To be and honest. I didn't that was understand awful. the Rainbow Blacks thing. Rainbow like Black I heard awful. the song, and I was like, the whole group could have done that. They could have. Wouldn't have. Like I don't know if the whole group wanted to do a sexy image. I think that might have been part of it. Like oh, that was well. that was a very 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 like let's just put our titties out here kind of image. Like that's a lot. Well, to ask yeah, for I'm forgetting about. Time. I'm not thinking about the image so much. I guess I'm just thinking about the song because the song wasn't bad. But yeah, the image was. Yeah, there were the, the thing sexy. was like Rainbow had Wuri and Jaekyung who both really wanted to do a sexy image. Um, so like. You know, you have this platform for these 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 girls who do want to do a sexy image, and Rainbow isn't really that. Like, I think that they can do somewhere in the middle. Like, A isn't an obnoxiously sexy image, but I think it was their best image. Like, I like that song. I thought yeah, that's the one I, I think about. I mean, like, that was the whole controversy with them lifting up their shirts. and Right, that, right. It was that, Showing your belly button. They also had the song, like, um, Match, which was... Kind of, was kind of a bit more sexier, but it wasn't over sexy like A was. Yeah, right. and it was I a like good song too. too. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, but they they promoted that song in Japan because they did the Japanese version of it, so they promoted that song in Japan. Because the thing is, they also want to ship them right away to to Japan after Kara because they saw how Kara was so, you know, they immediately got popular in Japan. They wanted Rainbow to follow after so they can get popular mm. over there too. But um, but because of Absolutely. that, they they neglected Korea as well, and then it just put Rainbow in a weird place. And but then we so- get punished, and we get Sunshine Girl. <laughs> I like Sunshine, but I think their other song from that mini, um, Don't Touch, was really good, and they should have pr- at least promoted that as a following single or something like that. But they didn't. So you know, but I wouldn't join DSP. Um, I would go to JYP. That would be my choice if I had to okay. go. Okay, I'd go to JYP. Cause that's it, a solid choice. Because yeah. out of out of all the companies, they I not only do I like their artists more, like at least I follow more their artists more on that label than any other. I like the music there. Like I, I'm a really big fan of like JYP songs, especially like his old, like not really older because they were like early 2000ish. Um, like Honey and like all these other songs he released. Like I really enjoy hit. Like JYP style music, so I just want to party with JYP. They look like it'd be so fun. <laughs> Seriously, like, like I want to like have like a clear pants party. Him. Yeah, let's do wow. it. Like that would be JYP looks like they would be so down to party all of the time. Like they're one all of the fan cams from their family concerts were so awesome. They were just like out there jamming pretty much. Like, why? I, YG, I feel like YG is like they party, but they only party in VIP. Yeah, that's like, that's the the vibe I get too. Is that they only party in like their clubs in VIP or like a club where everybody paid them to be there and they have to be in VIP. No, with JYP, you feel like they'll all go down to the floor where everybody's at and they'll be just going crazy everywhere. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Making everybody Actually, do the I think I remember from dance. another like, I K-pop it. site. I was gonna say, wasn't there a rumor that they were like picking up girls at the club? Yeah. No, I th- I think I remember from another K-pop site. This girl wrote. Um, uh, um, wrote about when she went to see uh, 2 p.m. and I don't know some of the JYP people, and actually she was like dancing in this club, and like some of the 2 p.m. guys were like actually 
dancing like on the floor and she was like had this kind of dance battle with like one of them but they were like kind of shy but I actually do remember reading that that they were at some point like on like the dance floor in like an American club you know I no, think 2pm was... I think 2pm gets around oh I'm sure they get around hey, hey. <laughs> what you trying to say Ash <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not I, you know, I'm not saying in what way. I'm just saying that you know they they like they like to to get out and, and do. Not stuff whatever. And, get it, boys. Get out there. Get out there and be somebody. But, no, I like I, I like that. I like that about them. Um, Noah, where would you go? Noah left. <laughs> oh. Oh, did he leave? He he wrote on the yeah. He wrote that he had to go. I guess you I guess you guys didn't see. <laughs> oh oh. Sorry, me. I didn't see it. Oh, well, Noah, thank you for being here. You Sorry, joined some I... lame group. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, Noah. Yeah, he'd, he'd be on YG because he wants us, to be Noah. an inner circle in person. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, you didn't get to stay long enough for Tim to tease you about the inner he'd circle. He'd show up in like the the Moschino like. What was it? The McDonald's like French fries teacher would be like, Shannon, I don't even know what you're talking about half the time. Really? Did I you ask know? you? No, you haven't seen that dress that CL wore all the time, and it's literally like a giant picture of McDonald's French fries. No. Uh, yeah, and it's by like Moschino. It's like a famous brand, but they literally yeah. it's a dress of it's, like McDonald's <laughs> French fries. She I'm not surprised that she would wear that, though. though. Um, did I ask you, Shannon, what what uh, company you would join? Yes, TS and Pletus, because I'm going to sleep with all the girls. Okay, okay. And I guess for me, it would be JYP slash Cube. Um, not SM, so you can join in the uh, Super Junior Party? No, 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 no. SM, I've... I've First of all, I don't think SM would take me anyway. And JYP um, probably would be be a little bit more open-minded. And I would probably feel a little more comfortable, um, you know, with the people there. They seem like they, you know, they're really... JYP himself seems like he's... I mean, even though he had that whole, like, knockdown, drag-out fight with... Yenny over whatever on her album. He seems generally like he lets groups and artists kind of go in in their own direction, or you know, kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, make their own path. So, um, I would I would choose that. Um, and I also I said partially Cube because you know four minutes there. I think Rain is like officially a part of Cube now. He's officially he? technically a part of Cube, yeah. Yeah. So that that's a plus for me. And um, that's the only reason I would go there. <laughs> I would. I would not go I there. Would. Oh, I would go so fast. He looks like a wet dish rag. You look like a wet dish rag, okay? I have to say, that's I have to say, I that's why I need to watch that first episode of um whatever that, that he's in with Crystal because he looks I feel like he looks different in, in those in those screen caps and I need to see him in motion. I he doesn't look like the same rain. It's all that, that uncooked I, rice and soju in the army. 
<laughs> I don't know. He looks he looks different. I don't know. Maybe I'm just remembering Ninja Assassin, right? No, he's older than that now. He looks older. Like you can tell he's he's not as yeah, he's young. Also not killing himself with that diet either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But I don't know. Like, something's yeah. just still off. But yeah, that would be that would be my choice. Um, I think it would be cool to be in YG, but like I said, they're kind of like the too cool for school kids. And like I said, everyone kind of had the impression. Well, nobody really knows, but there are some people that kind of had the big, the kind of that kind of bad impression that maybe Lee Michelle was asked to do or asked to sing or, you know, asked to kind of have a concept or image that she didn't agree with. And I could I see them doing... I doubt that that's part of it. Like, yeah, I mean, I could see them doing that and not even realizing that it would be offensive to to her or, you know. I don't know. I don't know if it was even that. I bet they wanted her to do just a, an image that she didn't necessarily agree with. Like, yeah. there's tons of times where it's not about race. Like, it's not racist. They just want you to do something you don't want to do. What if they wanted Sue Pearls to do, like, a cute image, you know? It's clear that mm -hmm. YG has no problem doing it. They let Lee High do it. So yeah. maybe they wanted to do that, and she was like, "No, I don't want to do that." You know, like it's not—it's yeah. it's really easy they did to say imagine. That she a was more like opinionated than the other girls, so YG may not like that either. Um, but on the upside, she's um, not doing terribly bad as a solo artist. She's put out some songs that I've liked very much, and she's seems like she's getting work so thumbs up for you Lee Michelle and is um, there any other um, little news um, pieces news bits that we want to talk about before we leave I do okay uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot to mention this earlier so instead of a mini car corner here's my 2 p.m. corner <laughs> um, well, because we were talking about 2PM. Um, well, first of all, I don't know if you guys saw that they released their party version of their new song, Go Crazy. I don't know if you guys watched it. That, I didn't watch it, but I saw that it was up. Is it, is it just them being crazy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You should watch it. I mean, it's a fun video. A lot of people are saying that this was originally supposed to be the main music video, but for some other reason, it wasn't. I don't know why, but um, yeah, you should totally watch I it. I buy that because of how crazy Juno went, wanting it to be released. <laughs> he was. He was tweeting about it. He was like, "So when is it gonna be released, huh?" He was like tweeting to the the official JYP account. He was like, "So when is it gonna be released again?" <laughs> but yeah. Um, but if you haven't seen it, you should totally watch it. Um, other news. It's um, hilarious. Please go watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but another thing with 2 p.m., um, it was announced because, you know, Junke, you know, he's really getting his, you know, credentials out now as a composer. So he's he actually composed a song for a J-pop idol um, known as Yamapi. I know, um, Dead Eyed Fish Eye, man. I'm so yes, excited. Yes. The original Dead Fish Eye, the original Dead Fish Eye Prince. Um, he's releasing another album in Japan, and Junke composed the song, and Yamapi uh, wrote the lyrics. 
So that's pretty exciting because, you know, JYP himself wrote for the that huge J-pop group called SMAP. Um, they're really famous and really popular in Japan, and JYP wrote for them before so and composed for them. So now Jun-K is following his footsteps. and get writing. that Johnny's money. Yep. And that Johnny's money, which is a lot. It's a lot of money. It is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very proud of him. He's doing his thing. And, you know, I, I'm seeing that, I'm guessing, like, at least he is and Jun and Junho, they've been seeing a lot of, they've been seeing, like, the negative comments towards them and stuff like that. And, but Junke is, like, whatever. He's, like, tweet, if you look at his tweets or whatever, he was, like, I'm doing my shit, so I don't care what shit you have to say. I'm doing my thing. I'm making money. I'm making bank, so screw all of you, pretty much. Like, if you look at his tweets, his recent tweets and stuff, you'll get that vibe, especially that hashtag. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is right now, but if you see, if you go on his Twitter, you'll see it. He was not taking anybody's shit. It was actually rather amusing. <laughs> yeah, so, like, they're doing their thing. Like, they're all they're all really going and composing, like, in their new album, Go Crazy. Like, there's songs in there that was composed by, like, Chan Song and, like, Take as well, like, one of the songs as well. So they're all into, like, composing and writing, and they're all doing their, they're all doing their things, and they don't... They don't give two shits if you don't care or if you don't like it. They're like, whatever. We like this. We're doing our thing. We are doing our stuff, and whatever. We're making money. <laughs> Go them. Go them. Um, and also, I don't know if you guys have seen. Apparently, CL um, modeled for L. Apparently, she's like the first like artist of her age to do a pictorial for L in uh, Korea. Korean, I don't know. Yeah, in Korea, and uh, she did uh, the Jan Jackson cover my boobies pose, except she covered her own breast. That wasn't another man, but yeah, she did a, a topless pictorial where she was covering her chest, and um, most of her pictures look quite nice, though. Um, I don't really have anything negative to say about them. Uh, something that I have noticed um, that has been posted in the last few minutes is that apparently uh, Tetiso's Holler was, was apparently already a song that was released in 2007. Oh, good! Oh, yeah, I heard about that. By a Japanese singer. So it's basically a remake of a 2007 Japanese song. That doesn't surprise me. They also were supposed to do a remake with uh, Dancing Queen that they were supposed to release, but they never did was a remake. Uh, Shiny Song, Juliet is a remake. They do a lot of that in SM. I just, like... <sighs> as long as they pay for the rights, they probably did. SM's smart enough that they'll pay for the rights. I know, but it's just... <sighs> I mean, come on. <laughs> this is like... You're paying these girls... I'm, I'm sure they're getting decent money for this. I mean, my, I mean, at least get me something that was like released within the past like two or three years, not 2007. But hey, that doesn't explain why it sounds so dated. Song, so. At least they're up in their game. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else they like to bring up? Uh, other than the fact that CL looked gorgeous in that photo shoot, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, yes. God she bless. Did. She looks yeah. good. She, looks she really does look good. good. Usually, when somebody else does her makeup and styling, she looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, True? she looks really I good have with no, I will not deny that. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not wearing the McDonald's dress. Let's say that. Oh, my lord. Or the Bart dress. <laughs> or the oh, Shrek God. dress. Thing. Or the Shrek dress. Or that god-awful pair of leggings that was like Bart's little mini face everywhere. Oh, what is with the Simpsons stuff? Seriously. It's all, um... What's this? The skinny, scrawny, little whiny butt. Jerry, Jeremy, Jeremy Scott. Scott. It's Jeremy all his stuff. Scott. <laughs> her, her, like, freaking heterosexual life partner. Yeah. yeah, he looks like one of those tree ogres to her me. Her platonic life partner, I should say. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I think really he's one looking. of those people that was like, you're my muse or something he like was. that. He that's, was. That's where they got close. Is he? Mm. She was his muse for, like, for a while. And now they're super close and probably still... So he probably still says that. But, but then again, cool. when like, you buy his clothes, and not many people do, he's got to tell you something. And he clearly, like, they clearly are friends, and they get along. Yeah. So, by, whatever. Like, I think the clothes are ugly, but I'm not wearing them, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. I'm not wearing it. I don't care what people wear. Well, one thing I can say is I do, I will say, I do admire uh, CL's ability to network because, you know, networking... For some people, is it's not a very pleasant activity if you don't enjoy making small talk with people and selling yourself and you know making the rounds and you know a room full of people that you don't know. But CL has managed to kind of kind of uh, gather a good little network of people, especially in like the West. That um, I don't know. I mean, if she ever decides to kind of like break off from to anyone. She has I think a seventy five, eighty percent chance of making it here. Possibly. She would if she did the um uh, what was that group that did um fly like a G six where like you didn't see their faces until they had a hit. Mm-hmm. movement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they have people really had a hit since that one though, have they? No, they one had that. Up, they had like two more. They had Rocketeer. Oh, okay. oh yeah, Rocketeer did good. Yeah, that's from the same album though. Like, I don't know. I feel like Two Anyone could do well here, but it it would depend on the really depend on the song. I don't think Two Anyone as a whole could. Hmm. I don't think Two Anyone as a whole could. I think Minzy could if she was marketed right, and I think CL could. I don't know about Bomb and Dara. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that uh, we're going to take well to Bomb, and Dara is incredibly, incredibly tiny. I don't know how that's going to fly. Um, even with Minzy, I don't know. I think CL's probably got the best shot, only because, like, rappers are kind of in right now. And also but CL, like, you can tell she's... she's bad, so. Yeah, and you can tell she's pretty traveled. She knows how to you know, she she knows, she knows how to kind of conduct herself already. in different countries and stuff. And yeah, I, mean, I think her best shot is her networking. Like that's what gives yeah. Ciel a good shot. Is she knows like Skrillex, she knows uh, Jeremy Scott. Like she has a bunch of people who are gonna vouch for her that people pay attention to. So that that would be her best shot. Like if she was gonna debut here, she would just have to go out, network more, work with a bunch of well-respected producers that would you know yeah. pump her up. And then I she'd mean, be okay. Iggy Azalea did it. Yeah. Yeah. She's so, Australian. I mean, 
And Iggy also didn't have a bunch of hits right off the bat, so that's another thing. Like she has, she would have to work for it and realize she's not gonna have a hit like right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Well, she did like a bunch of mixtapes and stuff, and she's been working yeah. with Ti for like a while, and then she had, I mean, Fancy is like, I mean. That's her. I, that's the song that put her on the map, but yeah. she had a bunch of other stuff before that. Yeah. Yeah. If CL got something like that, she would be set. But there's still a small part of me that kind of wishes to anyone would at least try like one song here just to see, just to dip their toes in. We have to just clarify no Wonder Girls thing. Um, have you guys been paying attention to um, uh, this group on uh, this? Been getting some attention on Amona Minx. I keep meaning to actually go and watch the music video. I haven't had a chance to yet. The song is quite catchy. I remember I remembered it more than I did Holler. So I'll say that That's much. That's not saying a lot. You're going to have to pick a different um, song right now. There's, you can't five of, there's five of them, so I like that. Um, I don't know. You and your five people group. I'm sorry. I just have a thing. I like the five member group. You're numberist. I'm tired of your numberist ways, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I grew up with the five member group. Justice for okay. four, okay? Justice for four. <laughs> um, but they seem to be, they seem all right. Um, I don't know. Apparently there's some other, like, fan cam of them and of them singing uh, pre-debut where they're supposed to be really good singers, but the song, their song itself is is pretty typical K-pop. I mean, it's all right. Um, it's catchy. Um, it's meh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all right. Um, it's nice to see some new blood, though. Um, and let's see. To me, it's like the chorus is okay, but the rest of the song is like. Very forgettable. Well, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like I said. It was more. For, it was more. More like I remembered it more than Holler, but I'm not saying that you know it was that you know rememberable actually. When I saw the na their name, I was thinking of Little Mix at first, or whatever. You know the oh. British girl group? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like, at first I was like, Lil Mix. I was like, oh, no, Minx. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been awesome if Lil Mix just, like, flew into the K-pop market. They probably wouldn't be accepted at all, but I love yeah. them. So I'm, I'm a mixer. So, yes. Um, <laughs> um, anything else? Um... I can't think of anything unless any of you guys have anything else you want to. Um, I just saw something very like LOL worthy. Um, how Miranda Kerr follows Suhyun. Okay, Go. what is with the Miranda Kerr obsession? Sure, like, yeah, I, under, I understand the. Um, oh, what's her face? Um, she was in Transformers and. Megan Fox? Fake Megan Fox says, I understand why people are kind of gaga over her in Korea, but I don't understand the Miranda Kerr thing. She's really popular. Really She's really popular in Korea and Japan. Like, she does, like, commercials and stuff in Japan. Like, I'd be seeing them. It's kind of weird. But I don't know. She's really popular there. They, they consider her, like, one of the top beauties or whatever. And, like, the, when they're... 
because she was the one that broke up with Orlando Bloom, right? They yeah, broke I up? think so, yeah. I yeah. think they got a divorce? Were oh, they married? Divorce? I think so. Either I way, she was she smartened up and left him. So, <laughs> but yeah, but Korea was, she was like, like, "You're not Legolas. I'm out." <laughs> so, yeah, Korea was like, kind of like when that happened, they were like, "Oh, how can he leave someone so beautiful like her?" Or like, how can? Because I, I think it was like him cheating or something else like that. Or yeah, I think that's what it was. I think yeah. He like, how could he do that to her? Like, how how would why would you cheat when you're married to someone like her? And blah blah blah. But but the thing some different elf honeypots. But the thing that made me laugh though with this, because I don't care about EXO or Sehun or whatever his name is, <laughs> but I just found it funny because some people were like, because you know there was whole rumors about how she was with um, Justin Bieber, and there people are like, well, no one, well of course she'll follow him because she's into twinks and something. Like that. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just cracking up. Like people are making a, those type of jokes. Like, well, if she's a, if she would go, if she would be with Justin Bieber. She then is definitely she several stuff. levels above um, a lot of those guys that you just mentioned. Um, yeah, um, in my opinion. <laughs> Way more than um, several, but yeah. Yeah, I think Dirt is higher than Justin Bieber, so right. definitely another yes. human being. I'm is. pretty sure Miranda Kerr has never spit on any of her fans, so she's legit in my book. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was another thing. I remember uh, Megan Fox used to be uh, someone that was mentioned a lot by like idol boy groups too, but I can understand why they would like Megan Fox. She's to say that body? Mm-hmm. And she's got the porcelain skin, the full lips, the black hair, you know, she's she's kind of like that kind of that Korean ideal beauty archetype, but Western. I'll take uh, Miranda Kerr over Megan Fox any day, so God bless them for getting <laughs> Okay. Let's I'm muting you again. Okay. That's fine. One more, thing. <laughs> One more thing, just so we can um, stop talking about girls and um, uh, stroking Tim's ego. Um, How is this stroking uh, ego? Kaza <laughs> um, will too is going to have some showings in America soon, um, and they have an English trailer and everything. And uh, they're going to be showing, um, you can find them probably pretty easily on the net, but they're going to be showing throughout uh, September. I think all the showings seem like they're going to be on the 26th of September um, so far. So you might want to check your local theater listings, but they're showing Taza 2 in Atlanta, Chicago, D.C. Totally know where I'm going to be on the 26th. Uh, Fullerton, California, uh, Honolulu, Los Angeles, New Jersey, New York, San Francisco, uh, Toronto, and Vancouver. So if you want to see some toplessness. What does it say uh, about me when the closest one is in another country? (laughs) Wait, Canada? Yeah. Oh, well, it depends. I mean, you, you could be closer, to, definitely be closer to Canada than a lot. I'm of six people. hours to Canada. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll... Six hours? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would drive, if I would travel six hours to see top, top 
topless. No. Maybe someone will do like a little fake video stream and I'll just be like sitting here on my side computer with popcorn. There's going to be a million videos of that scene. Like, you're going to be fine. Just wait a day and it'll be all over the place. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will do high-res photos as soon as it's out. Um... But you know how many uh, cell phones you're going to see in that movie only two and a half hours away. So um, all I need to do is uh, uh, start um, scheduling some time off. So, yeah, know where I'll be. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to mention that for all the T.O.P. fans out there. And um, if that's it, if no one has anything else, that is our... September 18th show and thank you everyone for showing up thank you Noah who um, is, is early departed but um, still um, came in and made his um, opinions known thank you Kiara Shannon and Tim of course and we will see you again next week um also, as of um, always, you can uh, find our um, podcast on SoundCloud.com, um, Not Your Average Netizens. Um, we're also on iTunes, um, Not Your Average Netizens. Um, we also have Twitter, NYA Netizens at Twitter.com. Uh, not your average netizens at gmail.com if you want to mail uh, send us any email um, any suggestions um, we also um, post our podcast on Amona um, Amona they didn't um, and also I feel like I'm forgetting one thing um, we have our Facebook I don't know how updated that is, though. And we have a Tumblr, which is sometimes updated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. We're so um, responsible out here in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, thank you for all of you guys who um, listen to us. Um, spread the good news about um, Not Your Average Netizens. Um, I've seen some a bit of social, um, social, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Media? Um, social media, yes. Social, thank you, Tim. Social media movement, um, in the past couple of weeks, so that's good. Um, and, um, yeah, as long as you guys keep listening, we enjoy, um, we're doing this for fun because um, we want to do it, so um, definitely if you guys have any uh, ideas, suggestions, send them on to us. Um, and I think that'll be it. Anything else? Nope. Just All don't right. come and murder me in my sleep, guys. Wake if me up first. If you have hate mail, just send it to Shannon. <laughs> and if you have hate mail, just send it to Tim. You can send it to me and I'll forward it to him. It'll be all good. Sounds good. I'll read it. I promise. All right. Okay. 
You guys know who to send stuff to now. Don't send it to me. Send it to Shannon and Tim. Yeah. Um, we'll read it. We'll talk about it. We'll make a we'll make a special edition where we read yeah, all your emails. If we get it, if we actually if we ever get mail, we'll we'll actually we'll read it on the air. So if you have something that you want to say, and you want it to be said on the podcast, if you ever want your opinions read, send it to us because we'll read it. All right. So um, thank you everybody for coming. Thank you guys um, for listening, and yeah, everyone have a great rest of the week, and a great weekend, and yeah, bye everyone. See ya. Adios. Bye-bye.